perpétue claque Et j'tue les folles Yeah Perfect for a claque Et j'tue les folles Yeah Just think it through If it's later than two Then I'm sorry but no need up for you If it's five o'clock It's too late for the reader Yeah If it's six o'clock It's too late for the Well, if somebody's racist on the internet Probably They're probably pretty racist Hey everybody, welcome to the Smodcast Nooner Show On the Smodco Internet Radio Network I'm a host uh, my, your host. So what do you? So you have? Does that mean you have parasites, or you have? Yes, uh, I do have parasites. Yeah. I do. Am I? Am I a parasite? I probably mm-hmm. am. You are here. You're drinking mm-hmm. my coffee, sitting on my <laughs> chair, breathing uh, my air, using my. I don't know. Well, as you were discussing, you are oh, you, benevolent-ish, you, right? So I think I probably could do a lot worse. Yeah. for a host. Yeah, and you know, this is my Jewish co-host here. <laughs> You are Jewish, aren't you? Yes, I am. You were just talking about you were tweeting into something to Sarah you know, Silverman? Well, and, you know, it's, oh, and it's and funny. People say, are you Jewish? What, am I too loud? Oh, I'm eating. I'm eating. I forgot. That's okay. a no-no. So Sorry. I try to make these, these sign language things to like to say, like, okay, well, you know, let's, know, let's do a signal thing. And then you're like, you are saying not to eat. <laughs> I shouldn't eat into the microphone. Okay. Oh, oh, you should have just said that to me. I know. Well, but I feel like I owe it to the I owe it to the listener to be as truthful about every aspect of everything that's going on as I possibly can. Okay. How much money is in your bank account right now? Uh, thirty, thirty, forty bucks, something like that. Yeah. 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 Um. All right. So I sent this. uh, So I, I should get the tweets right so that I don't. Uh. So. So somebody sent tweeting, some racist we are tweet to Nooner Podcast. Oh yeah, we are Nooner Podcast. Nooner Nooner Podcast. Podcast. Nooner Podcast. Nooner Podcast. Nooner Podcast. Podcast. Tuesdays mornings at Nooner Podcast. No Nooner Podcast. Dot com. Dot com. Tumblr. Dot com. Nooner. Tumblr. Skype. So so Sarah Silverman, like somebody, I didn't even quite get to the beginning of it, but somebody said some kind of racist thing to Sarah Silverman. And so I really well, and she was like going, "Are you? Are you? I don't, man. I, I, I don't even. I don't even care to go back to the whole thing. But it was something along the line where she's like, "Oh, are you saying that because I'm Jewish or because I'm whatever? Something about oh, oh, it was um, abortion. That's what it was. And she had taken some picture of herself. Is she pregnant right now? No, she's not going to be pregnant. So she's going to have an abortion. Is that what's going on? Uh, I don't think so. She was, um, she was in the hospital. She had." Uh, Epiglottitis, ah, which uh, you know, it's this inflammation of that. But she almost died. Uh, that's not good. No, no. But for, I don't know anything about. I love her. Yeah, she's great. Uh, uh, no, but she, she. There was some. There was a picture, side by side picture, where, where she looked like maybe she was sticking her stomach out or something. And then there's another picture where it's flat chested, flat chested, flat. Uh, that's Freudian, flat uh, bellied, and somebody said. Some guy tweeted in or whatever about like uh, made an abortion joke, and she was saying, "Is that about an abortion or is that because I'm a Jew?" Anyway, this is all so boring. Now, the point is, I so follow Sarah Silverman if you want I true know. comedy. I yeah exactly. Uh, so I said, um, "This is getting, oh this oh because he said yeah good. yet another degenerate." That's what he said. Let yet another degenerate aborted or whatever. And she had said, oh, is that because I'm a Jew? And I said, 
one. Oh, this this is, is really good. This is terrible. No, 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 no. It's no, good. No, no, this good. is horrible. Good. I, I mean, think you what have I need it in front of you. Just read it. What did you I say? I have to go. I, I don't know, even know how to fucking do that. How do you go back? Oh, my God. Here, so here's the thing. How do you go back and find out what the, what he, the he has origin his, of the tweet He has his, uh, his reading glasses on. <laughs> uh, I don't have no. I, you have a Blackberry. How the fuck am I supposed I to work know. that out? So, see, see look, so here's my reply. How do I go back and find out what I replied to so that I quote her correctly? You know, ask the young one here, how you know? I, how do I. Hey, Cassandra. How do I go? How do I go back? Here's what I said. How do I go back and find like, out? You would think that what like I we should maybe about. like prepare the show to start. I want. Anyhow, if you guys want to, I really want to welcome you guys. Take John, that. Off I don't know how to use that thing. That's a yeah. BlackBerry. Yeah. Yeah, but you know how to use. Twitter. Hi, Chris Brown. Hi, Twitter. Tyson. You know how to use Twitter. How do I go back and find out your what smoke, I Joseph Douglas, Jane, and everybody else listening. Uh, Andy, um, I think we got an email from you. Uh, there's still time to fill the sack <gasps> and. You are so brilliant. Okay. And, oh, there's more to this story. He's telling the best story in the world. Cassandra. Okay, here it is. Really so, I know, because you guys so are K- talking about something that people who <laughs> KGB hate robot said, thanks, Sarah. Every time one of you degenerates has an abortion means fewer ovens needed later. So, so to which Sarah says, sorry, by you degenerates, do you mean pro-choicers or Jews? Oh, oven line made it unclear. <laughs> Thanks in advance. She's hilarious. So I said, one oven per degenerate doesn't seem very efficient. Are you using toaster ovens? And which I, okay, I this think is getting is, funnier now. Which I think is funny. Yeah. Okay. And and uh, and then somebody like tweets in this like thing of like, oh, you know, yeah, as we know, they were single use ovens. How and, and and yet I'm supposed to believe four million Jews were killed in there. At which point I'm starting to go, oh shit, is that an actual like Holocaust denier? Have I has my sort of sarcasm kind of like turned into is this guy trying to buddy up to me and he's an actual hater? And then someone likes the tweet that I'm uh, okay mentioned on, and so now all of a sudden I feel like what if I'm in some sort of the middle of some sort of fucking actual hate thing? All right. It wasn't a joke. No, that's good. That was that was so, what, okay. Hey, so, so, so you're welcome. You don't have to come up with 15 minutes of content right we're now. We're settled in, right? So let's start the show. Okay. 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 <laughs> I would expect that. But... All right. Oh. Okay. Really? Now, <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, welcome to. That's you know, funny. In a world of give and take group podcasts, welcome to the show. That's all take. All take. Uh, I think I'm coming down with Olympic fever, but guys, I don't know about you. Oh my God, I, I this is great because I feel exactly the opposite. Yeah, I can't find it streaming online, so <laughs> so I'm out. I uh, I will say this: my mother grounded me. I think the year of the Salt Lake Olympics in 2000. And it has not worn you off. You were born it's, then. It would cut deep. Yeah, I was alive in 2000. Okay. But yeah, no, I was grounded and I got t- TV taken away. And I remember one of her friends saying, you can't take TV away from grounded her right now. Grounded and TV taken away? It was the same same deal in my house. You're grounded. You don't have TV. What else is grounded? So you guys haven't well, watched... Well, you just can't go uh, out with your friends. Oh, so you're... Th- then the friend was like, that's un-American to not let yeah, you watch... Yeah, my, mo- my, my mom's friend said, you can't, you can't take the TV away from her right now when... The Olympics are on. Oh, These are awesome. important for her to watch. And my mom was <laughs> like, 
Yeah, and my mom's like, no, they're not. No. Like, she's fine. Yeah. Because my mom doesn't give a shit about sports. She hates parades. She like. Oh, you know, I like, love she, her. I love her yeah, already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I, ever since then, just haven't given a shit. And I think it was because it was ripped away from me as a child that I just don't care. Here, here's here's the thing, just just so that you know where I'm coming from. Yeah, I want to. They're know all from. bucking cheating. We we now know that every bicycle rider is doping. We know the entire. Here's what was funny to me. I read that the the Paralympic, the Russian Paralympic team. What's pair? Well, like they're 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 handicapable. They're 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 what is that called? They're handicap. They're, they're well, but we can't say that now. The special right? Olympics. They're, they're, no, that that would have been better. I believe me, I thought of that. If the if the Russian Special Olympics team had been barred for doping, that would have been absolutely well, awesome. Well, there was that Spanish basketball team in the the Special Olympics that they um they oh were all. God. They can won you, the gold can you and they imagine, were all like, just pretending to be to be to have Down syndrome or to no to be mentally handicapped? Yeah. Because that would have been great if they Ew. were all like pretending. And then, then there's like a, <laughs> there was like a, that's like a, that's a form of doping yeah, in a way. Yeah, there was an under-17 um, uh, soccer tournament and like one of the African nations there, like all but two of them failed because they were over 17. But They're here's like my point. My point guy. is that they are all fucking cheating. The entire Russian opera, oh, whatever, is the people who are like, like uh, Pistosaros or whatever, whose legs were. Killed his girlfriend. And yeah, whatever. That guy. he's a Paralympian <laughs> like that. Dude. That was a funny story. Yeah. So Hilarious. exactly. Yeah, I thought oh it was an intruder who had crawled through the That's little funny. hole of a window in my bathroom and somehow was in my bathroom. And I well, thought, well, they yeah, they did that on John Oliver. They showed like a little hole that they had in the wall <laughs> that they were slipping through, and like no one's stopping them. But and it's kind of sad because what are you supposed to tell? If you have, like, if one of your kids was kicking ass in track and field in in high school, and they're watching the Olympics and going, "This is what I, Dad, I want to dedicate my life to this," like, what can you fucking say? You'd be like, "Yeah, you can," but you're gonna need a few of these. Yeah, and you're, gonna you're gonna have start to... having to take pills for it. And they, did, I think that they showed a clip from an interview with this one girl who was a track runner. And she was, like, in the lead for most of the race. And then all of a sudden, like, she got in, like, a heart attack. fourth. No, oh. like, in fourth place. Like, right at the end. And then she went back the next next race or whatever, and the same thing happened. And she said that while she was running, she thought in her head, she's like, I'm racing against robots. Like, and it shows that the person who actually did beat her was, like, super doped up. Well, I mean, well, that's, that's I mean, the... I mean, do you that, think that, that Ginny Thrasher, gold medalist in the air rifle, was doping? This is a teenager playing with the BB gun. Well, they all, I mean, like, they're not even allowed to. So they can do those sports. <laughs> have any discouraging alcohol. discouraging against the sports that people actually watch. Actually, n- right. No, actually, even in the shooting sports, they, they dope. Um, um, they take beta blockers to calm themselves down. It, you know, it happens because, you know, you want to win and you want to do anything certain, you can to win. There's certain ones that can, like, because I know that the stuff that, like, Mark McGuire and all them were taking, like, it helped with. Not only like making them big and strong, but it also helps with their hand-eye coordination. Well, that that a was bit. that was I mean, a discrepancy, but it most certainly made them bigger and stronger. And there's no that there's no like gray area there. If you're if you're taking drugs to make you bigger and stronger, you're cheating. I mean, period, mm-hmm. right? Well, so, I mean, what about if you take um, if you have uh, if you're healing and you're injured and somebody gives you uh, you know a cortisone shot is yeah that, is that is well that I think I think as with That's most artificial right well but with as with most rules you have to draw a line somewhere 
and you know, and that that if you if you make it vague like that, then and, so and that's what they do. Posed, they do draw a line, and then everybody cheats. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, everybody tries to go as close to the line as possible, and then and try to. Well, somebody explain this. Maybe they should lower the line back down so that they're not doing such dangerous (laughs) stuff. Like how in Texas, how they would, how they, they would, when the EPA was saying that their groundwater or whatever was too toxic, they just lowered the the standards in order to comply. Hey, we're fine. Problem solved. (laughs) That's what they do with the air in China too. They're like, (laughs) it's like getting really bad. The numbers too big. Yeah, Yeah. you can breathe this. Like the paint companies now, sky blue is now just gray. You know, like, if, oh, you want sky blue? It's that right there. Well, kind of um, like what Cassandra was well, that saying about. like it was coming from a personal place. Oh, yeah. You don't like these sky blue walls here in the, uh-huh. in that the is den? not sky blue. That it is, is gray. It's, it's, that that is was the, gray. No, it's, walls are gray. it's. Oh, I get it. Because it's sky blue because of the smog. It's Beijing sky blue. I, I lowered the bar. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. It was a very listening. funny joke. I was half listening. I was going to say, I prefer the gray over to an actual sky blue. So I think that this worked out in your favor. Thank you. How am I supposed Beijing to listen and think yeah. about what I'm going to say next? I don't know how somebody's able to do that. Yeah. Uh, well, here's some great things. You, uh, you know, we, we the U.S. has won five gold medals. Um, there was an American who won a silver medal in fencing, which was, you know, my sport. And he, he was coached by his father, who's an old teammate of mine. Mm-hmm. And we were, we were won the national champions. Uh, so you essentially champion. won a medal in the Olympics. Uh, what that's what I wanted to say. I won a silver medal. Yeah. Um, so, and that's, that, all that's all I wanted to say. That's all I was getting to, you know. <laughs> we were national Did champions one year. Did you discouraged from fencing because of the doping? <laughs> no, I got discouraged from fencing because I didn't make the Olympic team. Mm. Um, but do you guys know Mitch Unrain? Nope. He's a lineman for the Chicago Bears, and his wife won a gold, a bronze medal in shooting. Or, or Jamie Ol- Oleksiak. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, his sister won uh, two medals for swimming for Canada. Did they? Did they Why, put what, the? What did they put the camera on the coach after and go? And there's the man responsible. No, that's what they did for the Hungarian swimmer who, who uh, broke a world's record. They showed. Her husband and said, "That's the man. That's who she owes this." There's this the man responsible to. because her husband was her coach. Right. So, that, like, <laughs> notice ridiculous. I didn't mention the, the the people who won those medals because you know the news outlets didn't didn't mention them, their names. Well, we're they in America, of course they didn't. It's like we don't in, give a uh, shit. We don't give a shit about people who didn't win unless they're Americans. No, 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 because they mentioned the the brother and the husband, but not the actual athlete. Oh, yeah. Like, brother of Chicago Bears lineman, or sister of Chicago well, right. Bears right. What, what gender was the athlete? Uh, they were women. Well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, that's mm-hmm. kind of what we're talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Makes sense. And it's, Keep little girls in kitchens. Oh, yeah, no. Like Barefoot, the, pregnant. When the uh, the commentator was commenting on... No abortion, on, not your choice. On... Uh, <laughs> The gymnast, she's like, they, you know, they're all I celebrating. I don't know what to do with my body. Can you okay, help me? Remember, instead of thinking I'm of sorry. what to say. Yes, oh. little girl. <laughs> I was just continuing on. Right. Her thing. Right. Yeah. Sorry. We were um, doing a PSA. We were doing a little PSA. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, I'll That's listen. over now, It's Marty. all done now. The audience um, So, yeah. I Something mean, we learn in improv. We have to abandon come on, ideas. Uh, sport, uh, the Olympics are just all, uh, wherever there's money, no, there's uh, cheating. And no, there's, I'm not, we, we moved past oh, this. Oh, we moved okay, past that. So, I'm sorry. Okay, You're uh, talking about sexism. Oh, sexism. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like how like the sports are just so, um, it's so male-oriented. God, I wish I had more to say about this, but I haven't been watching the Olympics. Well, you know, I think it's just a, it's a reflection of how the media is in general. And we see that like just in such stark, uh, stark, uh, 
vision or whatever in uh, you know Roger Ailes, like uh, Fox News, when he was ousted. Turns out, like now that there are there are audio tapes of him harassing his uh, his his female anchors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like Gretchen Carlson, and they were reporting that she's probably going to get past ten million dollars because they don't want these audio tapes to air. That's bullshit. They should, what, what, she should wait, air them. Wait a minute. Yeah. T- say that again? If Gretchen Carlson so worked to, for a, a different news outlet that wasn't they're gonna so pay, like conservative they're and gonna awful, pay that she would release to, them. To keep these these tapes quiet. And and we're going to know that that payment went to Gretchen Carlson? The one who is harassed. Well, but she's just one of many right. who well, are harassed. Right, well, then a bunch of other women, I'm sure, will get So they're all going to get a... Well, who knows? Who knows? I mean, that, they're just saying that... How do you even know that? Like, if you... Is that a, like a known thing when you go, okay, we have now paid so that they can't talk? I think lawyers are, are no, you know, they do deal with this People stuff all the time. People leak shit. Well, and also they know they know how much these things cost, you know, because these lawsuits happen all but the time. But I guess that's kind of a win. In a way, it's almost a win-win for Carlson because she gets $10 million and we all know that he totally did it. Uh, I bet right? she'd get more right. money for those tapes. <laughs> Yeah, like, like, in effect, in effect, yeah. if if what he did, not only do we know he did it now, but we know that it was so bad that he paid ten million dollars for us to not hear it. Right, um, and you know, I think just reading about <laughs> all this stuff, it it made me think of this term. You're of, slandering his name. Uh, yeah, yeah. By paying the ten million dollars, the the yeah. twenty million dollars is no admission of guilt. Yeah. You know that's yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Tell me more yeah. about that. Uh, but have you guys heard this term toxic masculinity? Have yes. you heard of that term? Can you exp- I mean it's uh it's like man spreading. It's the way that uh masculinity um and the patriarchy hurts men as well as women. But this is this specifically is how it hurts men. Is that kind of like how anal also hurts men? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Same sort of thing. Um we all have buttholes. And they all see this. See, that's what I would. I would rather look for common ground between us. And you and I both have a butthole. No, we and do. that's something we have in common. Marty, on the other hand, Marty, no butthole. No, no butthole. I exude my poo through my sweat glands. It's when I get really hot. Don't, don't, don't be around. Stay, me. Away. Stay away. Yucky. Hey, wait. Can uh, I say one more thing about the uh, the thing you were just talking about? We're still talking about. We're talking about toxic masculinity. Well, this might be part of it. Is okay. is uh, as I was just reading that Aaron Sorkin, who wrote A Few Good Men, along with some other things, mm-hmm. um, and he was talking about when he, uh, an executive, said to him, a male executive said to him, "Well, if he's not gonna, if he's not gonna fuck the, you know, the Demi Moore character, then what's the point of her being a man? What's the point of the character being a man?" And Aaron Sorkin was like, well, because maybe there's other things that drive women and men other than <laughs> sex with each other. Yeah. And he just talked about how the whole experience of trying to get that through just completely like turned him off to um, the whole process. Yeah. Is that related to what we're talking about? Sure. Oh, well, okay. yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. I think that there are these, these that's, social that's, constructs that, that are established, you know, that all, you know, Lawyers and doctors and TV shows and, and commercials are, are men, you know. Well, but I don't even know example? if that's a. I'm confused on how that was your segue into toxic masculinity. Well, just because I, I have a different. No, no, I want to know examples of toxic. Masculinity. Uh, an example of toxic masculinity: um, teaching men or having men feel like they're not allowed to have emotions. 
and that men are supposed to always be strong and that if they cry or if yeah. they feel emotions, then that's they're not being manly. That's an example oh, of toxic okay. masculinity. Yeah, if your kid's crying and you call him a pussy. Yeah, that's then, that's yeah. harmful. Or it's not good. this is actually even like the whole like, you know, this is a bad. This is an example of toxic masculinity of like someone who's trying to be helpful in a sense. Like, whereas like if you're telling your guy friend about a guy who harassed you at a bus stop, you know, like if I'm talking to John and saying, "Oh, I was harassed," blah blah blah, by this guy at a bus stop, and then John's response is, "What was he wearing?" No, if oh, John's no, response sorry. was. Man, if I was there, I would have kicked that guy's ass for doing that. That's. I'm not allowed to do that? Well, I mean, it's just, it's. If I it, was there and I kicked his ass, would you have been happy? No, but like that, that response in general, like the men, men feeling like their brains need to go to yeah. violence. You know, well, and further, or I think even if it's not true, even if so, it, like you wouldn't well, have kicked even, the guy's even, ass. Even furthermore, even further to your point is the idea that you say to a guy, you know, um, this shitty thing happened to me. And instead of me saying, ah, oh, that sucks, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, here's what you should do. Well, exactly. Yeah. That's um, mansplaining. That's right? mansplaining. Oh, okay. but so it, when they describe the, um, the, or <laughs> don't get about... your terms confused, Sean. <laughs> no, no, but I'm oppressive is... in so many ways. I just can't even no, keep them straight. But Wait, it is me, true because, because your like, toxic no, I'm totally under having a better understanding of this. And I really appreciate this explanation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so when they talk about the, the Orlando shooter being a victim of toxic masculinity, I mean, he's a, I would, I would say that. Since, besides that woman who was involved in the San Bernardino shooting with her boyfriend or whatever, it's like almost 100% of these mass shootings are done by men. And they all seem to, I mean, granted there's the Muslim, you know, the the Muslim people and stuff, but they, they, they as a religion almost spread a little bit of this toxic masculinity. So the guy in Orlando was... A closeted homosexual who was taught his whole life that he wasn't allowed to be gay mm-hmm. and through that ended up feeling anger and built up frustration and that toxic masculinity of like when he sees two men kissing it fucking makes him furious and you know Why he, should they have all the fun? Well, I mean that's what it is, is that he his brain thinks that like he has to be a real man and like to a point where like like it makes him crazy, and he has to kill people who aren't being real men. And but so, how much is that a, a a problem of religious intolerance? It's like where is that line? That, I mean that I that that's, that's like, an example of like a couple uh, ones because you could also yeah. say like you know that guy who shot up his college and then had that fucking psycho manifesto. Yeah, yeah. In, you know in, about in, like in uh, Santa Barbara. Yeah, like blaming you know. I like, think pulling religion into it is. I mean that's like the least of what's going on there. That oh, may no, that may be an element, no, but no, but it's not. But, a, but to sort of strict, well, to me that's long, like Islamic. to me that's like yeah. if that's like if uh, you know I think I've said this before. You go to a San Francisco Giants baseball game and an L.A. Dodger person uh, uh, or San, San Francisco guy, I guess, was at L.A., right? So the San Francisco yeah. guy comes to the Dodger Stadium, gets fucking stomped because of the hat that he's wearing because it's the wrong color. Mm-hmm. And he's father of a, you know, whatever. Was he killed or just finally? He was like, no, he no. was in a coma for a yeah, while. He's, he's so he's like brain damaged brain, and whatever. Damaged. So and, and so and then and then me, the two, you know, first of all, I go, oh, well, it's. It's because of the Dodgers. No. It's because of the Dodgers. No, no, you no, wouldn't no, say no. that. And furthermore, no, no, no. you wouldn't I, say, I think and, hang on, and furthermore, you wouldn't say, 
it's because of baseball. You wouldn't say it's because of Dodgers. You wouldn't say it's because of baseball. You would say, and furthermore, we go to baseball games, and we are there in different colors yelling at each other. You're, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. So it definitely no, is a confrontational the, situation, and you go to this baseball game, and not for a second would you blame the Giants or would you blame baseball. But I wasn't baseball. talking about baseball. I was talking about homophobia. Well, but this ultimately... My point has to do with relig- bringing religion into it. Right. And I'm saying that homophobia is... The only defense of homophobia that people give that is, is religion. You know, they say God said, you know, marriage is one man and one woman. And you never hear a, non-sec- uh, a, a secular... Uh, attack on homo uh, on homosexuality. I don't think that's true. I think you do see that all the time. Where? I think like when I was growing up, everybody that was being called, you know, if you were calling someone a fag, you weren't saying you're a heathen. You were just saying you're but a fag. You're from? acting girly. Well, I don't. That's what I'm saying. Well, we, that's we, that's. But I think yes. I think it maybe has started at religion, but I think that people who. Unless you're a pretty devout, like if you're just someone who like, yeah, I'm a Christian, you know, I went to church as a kid and I go to church on Easter, but like you're not an actual practicing Christian, but you still feel hate in your heart towards homosexuals. That probably comes from that masculinity and that oppression and also the fact that being gay grosses you out. And you don't know how to. You I, don't know how to. I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think I think that it is it, it, to, to to you know it, it is going to be anecdotal for you to blame for a person for one to blame religion. Every on, law on, that is is every every politician that comes out against these laws say that's because that's easy. That's uh, so Pat Oswald has this joke about this where yeah. he says like if you if you say that you are against gay people because. The thought of two men having sex makes you so grossed out that, you know, whatever he uses, like a funny, you know, example. But he's basically saying, if the thought of two men having sex grosses you out, I can't argue with that. But when you say that the reason that you're against gay people is because of this book, the blah, 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 you know, like Bible, then you're being insane. And right. so, but that's the thing is that with politicians and stuff like that, of course they're going to use religion. Right. They have to. Like, right. but that, but that also resonates though, you know. Well, it's a, it's definitely a problem. I mean, there, you know, there are constant cases if you listen to like, uh, you know, uh, Dan Savage's podcast of people being cast out of their house because parents put God ahead of their children. It's just an excuse. I mean, it's you, an if excuse. you if you go looking for if you go looking for a but connection between religion no, it's, and anti homophobia, an you're going to find it. Of course, you're going to find it. But I'm just going to I say that there's something deeper. That it, that all of that, the religious thing, is under the umbrella of the first thing that you were saying. It grosses but, you out. You don't want that, and that makes you uncomfortable. Or I'm saying most of the time, to me, there's a direct correlation between. How hateful you are toward gays and how gay you are inside. Like, if you are like to the point where you're shooting people, you're probably actually gay. If you're like to the point no, where you you're like somebody, where you're, you're probably going to shoot somebody else. For I know, a but reason. I'm just saying, if you're if you're to the point where you're just sort of like, ooh, that grosses me out. You probably have sort of unconscious feelings right. that you haven't quite sort of thought about. Like or whatever. No. I think we're talking about the s- similar things, and I think that like part of the thing is that religion has made it in a codified way, like, we should think this is icky. And that spreads all throughout culture. And then now we're at a point, because uh, gay marriage is legal and because we see it represented in the media, we there is less homophobia, slightly less, and it's going down. Obviously, you know, the fact that we uh, accept gay marriage 
means that there's less homophobia. There still still exists, but um, and I, I would say that religion, to if just to bring it back to toxic masculinity. Yeah, no, I want to keep that. Is about that. I think religion can be the stem of. I mean, look, the stem, the religion's the stem of almost every moral in this country. Right. So yeah, the Bible's full of sexism. Yeah, exactly. So the sexism that's still alive, like I'm just saying that I don't think that even if it's brought up in politics that way, I don't think that an everyday American who is not a regularly practicing Christian or right. Catholic or Muslim right. or Jew, like anything like that, their brain, I don't think is making the, they might use the Bible as an excuse later on when right, they're right. being attacked about something, but their brain isn't saying my son is gay and and that's against the Bible. Their brain is saying, my son is a faggot, and now he can't have kids, and he likes the company of other men. Right, or has, like, right. Or like my daughter, you know, is my daughter is going to go to college instead of marrying her high school. Like, right. you know, like all these things. Like, there, it's, it's coming from deep, deep-rooted shit that, yeah, fear. if you... Deep yeah, but fear. also... If like, you want to trace it back to religion, of course Of course you, you can. can. Yeah. No, no, I think it's... So many social mores come out of religion, and we're, you know, we're, we're a religious society, and I think we're, we've moved past it in so many ways. And if you compare uh, places that have high religiosity, they're incredibly sexist-divided countries. And, and you look at us where... Or you look at even more secular countries, like in, in Europe... They're so pro socially progressive, and they have uh, so many, so fewer problems with sexism and and uh, you know um, LGBT rights. And I think those two things are are linked, and it, and we might not feel it immediately, but it is a reflection of these longstanding traditions. So what? So when? So when somebody is loving their brother as they would love themselves, the the, the religion doesn't get credit for that. They they only get we only blame the religion when when there's a problem, but for the for the good that the religion is 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 purporting so is is uh, expounding like love you know treat each other like you would treat yourselves don't covet your wa a neighbor's wife like all of these things that that you would consider to be positive we 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 just don't we overlook that in terms of the religious uh, uh, we don't overlook input. it we just say that it's an, an imperfect it's an imperfect set of rules and okay. And so for people who say, like, oh, you know, the Bible is a word of God, you just say, well, you know, I, I, I don't believe in sexism and slavery. So, uh, you know, um, I don't want to subscribe to that. But if they're good ideas, I'm happy to do that. And it's, well, just, and all, it's a question of being a skeptical and, um, you know, and a discerning um, interpreter. Interpreter, of these and, rules. you know, and every, um, you know, and this is why. Or, or back to our, were we on the air when we were talking about me being a Jew? Uh, yeah, we were. But, but I, I guess back to Jewish? the the toxic masculinity. <laughs> I was just about to make the point, but we'll see. Mm. Oh, go on. Well, go I was on. just going to say I don't. I, I, calling myself Jewish, I guess, is probably a stretch. But I always say I run with the Jews. Yeah, and the reason Jewish. I the reason I run with the Jews is because every every synagogue I've ever been in, including the one I go to now. It is. It is. Ne you know, I grew up Catholic, and uh, and in my church, it was sort of like this is how it is, you know, our way or the highway, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever. And in a in a in a temple, it's sort of like, well, this is all. We're all continuing to to uh, uh, interpret uh, the Torah, and it's an ongoing thing. And and they not only are we continuing to interpret it, it is not. It's encouraged to sort of argue about. 
what it might mean or how it might apply or how this applies to what's going on right now. And it sort of seems like there's a constant kind of uh, assessment of of it rather than let's go back to the, you know, whatever, the fundamental the fundamentalist sort of view of it. And and that's and that's kind of what that that okay, feels healthier to me. It feels healthier to me because progressive. You, I mean, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, the, the, back but, in the days of the Bible, people, I mean, back in the days of the, the Bible, but I, of like, the Bible. who knows? Like, in the yeah, in the Old days. Testament and the new, you know, when Jesus was walking this earth, you know, a mere two, it's 15, riding on a dinosaur, 15 years ago, 15, yeah, uh, a mere 15 years ago <laughs> before I was born, um, people were fucking practically cavemen. I mean, like, yeah, because they didn't, and there were they no didn't gays. Yeah, absolutely not. So there was a um, except, lot of them. Yeah, there were no gays, and yet there were passages in the Bible to not be gay. Yeah, b- because of that, um, they were very uh, forward thinking. And then so she was coming that. from it grossing someone out. Right? No, no, For I think real. That, that, no, Whoever absolutely. the fuck wrote that right. chapter right. in the Bible? Right. I know you always you always pick some going. No, but, oh, and you do. No, not they cut. They man. cut their buddy. <laughs> right. They cut. Oh, I don't but, know what chapter or who who wrote that because I don't know anything about the Bible. <laughs> but like, like, but God damn it, you're going to talk about no, it. Because, no, because, but you know, that's one guy looking and seeing his friend kiss another guy, feeling betrayed that he wasn't chosen instead, and getting mad and writing in the Bible. That's so, right. And here we have is, death, and, and then someone uh, walks into a club and shoots everybody. Yeah. So, natural come on. Come on. Because they're not thinking ahead yeah. on what their fucking stupid story is about. Exactly. So. What is Sorry, the, if you I like agree. the Bible, it's not a stupid story. How do we how do we address toxic masculinity? I don't. I mean, it's look. Think, I think the word dress is actually gender okay, uh, I'm oppressive. Asking, I'm asking <laughs> the woman in the room. How do we skirt? Well, yeah, I mean, right. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, look, you can ask the woman in the room, but like honestly, like this is something that affects you. That's the whole point. Toxic masculinity is not. It's how the patriarchy hurts men. Mm. What we live in a society. I mean, you're talking about how it's not so much in European cultures and stuff. Of course not. Look at our fucking movies. Look at the violence and the dominant male roles in our in our media. Mm-hmm. Like that's just. It's not like a complete takeover of that. I'm sure that there's shows about sensitive men, but like. Well, but you would hate to think. Here's the thing. I I agree absolutely that that it is, uh, and I'm guilty of it myself. The reason that I I understand it is because I do it. I am absolutely guilty of interrupting my girlfriend and not letting just her finish your girlfriend. Her yeah, everybody else that is around. That's exactly right. I'm an equal opportunity uh, interrupter. It doesn't good. matter. I don't care that you're Asian. No, if there was another white man here, you would be like. Well, Go ahead, Bill. Okay. Finish your thought. We would, yeah, exactly. Well, that's not toxic masculinity, I know, I know, though. That's it. just being, uh, you know, An entitled. <laughs> no, but <laughs> that's that's growing up in your circumstances but, and being like, well, the Irish were persecuted too. Well, they were. But All there, right. there is something very satisfying because they were drunk and they weren't able to defend themselves. There is something very satisfying about watching pussies, movies, <laughs> and and media where people act in ways that that are inappropriate and you know we see it in comedy we see it um in action movies and what do you mean satisfying. by inappropriate well but it could be any of a number of things it could be um you know like here's, here's an that's example that's a dangerous road here's right what's inappropriate right. here's an example and look i have to say i am not for like the purification and complete political correctness of the world and of well god of bless the you movies. because 
we can't. Like no. I, I've trust me. I write scripts and I desperately try to get them to pass that Bechdel test. Do you want to explain what the Bechdel test is? The Bechdel test is having two female characters with names talking about something other than men. And yeah, that's two Al- female characters with names. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah that's and the Alison Bechdel um, test. And like, which yeah. obviously, like, you know, it's, a, it's good guidelines to follow and like things like that. But the point is, is that to completely remove toxic masculinity from something, like let's say, here's an example of it, is when you're watching like... Um, when you're watching like a beer commercial and it's a bunch of bros hanging out drinking beers and then something exciting happens or scary happens in the commercial and one of them screams like a girl and all of them go the fuck or wait, wait fr- so that's that's the, the, that's and, not and, funny and that, or that, that is be, funny but that being the, 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 joke, joke, the joke the joke is that one of them acted like, like a, a lady uh, yeah and is less of a man than and everybody a, else how is that like a lady can't men be scared too but that's the thing john they can be scared okay. i'm being scared ta- right now or when you're watching an episode of friends and joey and chandler hug each other for too long mm-hmm. and, and then, then pull away and go uh d- yeah, yeah i'm going to go play football uh, they, now that's funny you because that's the, a joke of the it, spectrum though. you have just brought up a couple of things that i think are at different places on the spectrum and i agree with you i think that there will come a time very soon in our lifetime that's that we will view that friends thing and we, it's probably already happened where we go yeah, there's a lot of things that friends that, to, that, that feel dated, yeah, especially exactly. with gay people. Well, and the, it, all that gay stuff, you know, is 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 gay stuff. You, uh, no, but the, they make a lot. Of it's jokes on the about gay no, all the gay stuff that, I'm, that she's talking about. Yeah. all that sort of you know, uh, gay as punchline mm-hmm. is 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 absolutely on the wrong side of history, and we're going to see oh, that absolutely. in and our lifetime. We're yeah. seeing it now. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, there yeah. are things that we're just like, how do we get away with that? And like, why did you know why is why was anyone laughing at yeah. that? I mean, why were they laughing at it? For exactly the reason that Cassandra was saying a minute ago. I mean, yeah, because it makes you feel weird like, and you go, uh, uh, and I don't. And so I laugh. Why do we laugh at anything? Usually because it's a, you know, expression of yeah. its release. Right? Ten years ago when yeah. people were just like saying, don't be a fag, you know, and that being a, like a, a laugh line. Maybe you know? not ten years ago. Maybe like 20. It feels like 10 to me because I'm so old. Okay. Because, because it was just yesterday it that someone said yesterday. it to you. I was yeah. just getting my driver's license 10 years ago. Um but okay, so, and so I and I like what I like about that story is that you got your driver's license at sixteen. Good on for my you. Birthday, That's in the great. rain. Um, wow, bold. Yeah, I passed was that a the permit Glendale or a regular me? license? A regular license. Did so you, you get... could drive friends in the car with you at sixteen. No, you can't drive friends for the first six months unless you have another licensed driver over eighteen. In your car. Over a, oh, so that's, that's California. So you just get yourself a boyfriend that's got a biker jacket and a... You yeah. think I didn't do that? <laughs> um, so there was that movie... And your parents are like, well, she does have a driver over 18. Mm-hmm. He happens to be a drug dealer who's yes. having sex with her. But, you know, he's over 18 and he's licensed. So to address your example, there was that movie Falling Down. I don't know if you remember that with uh, Michael oh, with, Douglas. Uh, with, with, uh, yeah, it was, that was so stupid. That was yeah, such a it was stupid very movie. silly, but it tapped into something. So it was about um, yeah. a guy who was, you know, losing his job, losing his wife, and like he's Can't stuck in traffic, and like he has a snapping point. He's and mad just, as hell, and he's not going to take right. it anymore. And he starts going on this 
crime rampage across the yeah. you know the the Bernard city. Bernard Guest. Fucking awful. What? Yeah, I mean it is it is awful, but it, it taps into it something taps that we all something. feel. Yeah. And so I guess the question is like, so you have that, and most of us recognize it as like escapism of like, oh yes, I've been stuck in traffic, I've had a shitty day, and it would be great to just smash the person who. Just it's cut not you off. like women don't feel that either. No, no, that's what I'm saying. And so it's like it's fine if there's that escape, but then there, there needs to be more of it that is inclusive, you know. Like that, that sort of escapism. You know where it is inclusive is with Hispanic roles because everybody likes to label Hispanic women as like saucy and snappy yeah. and like they scream. They don't put up with shit. They don't put up. Yeah, Hispanic they're and black roles. They're super hot when they're young. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Latinas. So, I mean, I guess, you know, I don't want to censor something like uh, but, down. But. No, I don't. I just want to see more. Uh, and how more are you, what are you going to do about that? Um. This is honestly like such a hard support. Thi- the- I think yeah, that- like what I was thinking just a second ago when you when you, when we were having this discussion. If I could backtrack just a second, like science Interrupt. and art. I know science and art, both of them. They are this Bechtel test and all the rest of that stuff. That that is that is a good thing to keep to keep in mind. I think these sort of things, right? Yeah. Like what 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 are you saying when you're yeah. writing your script? Is it very important? And am I? Have I veered off into some area that I don't want to be in un- unknowingly? So totally. I should do this Bechtel test. Absolutely, it's it's very important. The where where it starts to get problematic for me though is that the art and the and science follow the truth wherever it leads. And the minute you sort of put something in place, that you jam something in there, like whatever your religious views no, or your or some totally message agree. to whatever you know or some politically correct whatever or oh i have to make uh you know it's it's almost like product placement i mean the minute you put that in there you are no, it's, the art, flow is gone art reflects reality that's and, right and our reality is slowly uh evolving like 10 years ago gay marriage wasn't uh wasn't legal now it is and so we're going to see i think like, it was legal in vermont 10 years ago we're going to see uh like these movies about that don't focus on just gay marriage being the or gay right, right. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, it'll just be it'll just be a, a storyline. You won't even notice it. I right, agree. right. Absolutely. Where, where the person won't say why is they why are they gay? No. Yeah. You know if yeah. uh, you they'll know, just if be this, two if characters. This isn't a gay movie. Why are they gay? That's exactly right. I'm so I, glad that we're talking about this because I have a little bit of a sidetrack, but not that big no, of a sidetrack. No, please, we're ready. I watched we're ready the Birdcage for the first time, and I fucking hated you watched it. what. The Birdcage for the first time. Uh, with uh, Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane. Who is adorable. And, yeah, Nathan Lane and Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. And I saw it for the first time. Gene Hackman. Yep, Gene Hackman. And Hank Azaria. Oh, God, Hank Azaria. <laughs> yeah. Who's the wife? Uh, uh, not not Joe Beth Williams. Um, oh, my God, what's her name? For... Actually, I never saw it. Oh, come on. She's the You've one... never seen it? Mm-hmm. She's the one in Parenthood that like is the single mom where the kids fucked Lord. up. And... Oh, what is her name? We'll Weast, never... Diane Weast. Oh, she's that's yes. the wife. Well, so I saw this movie for the first time, and this is a beloved movie by a lot of people. I fucking hated it, and Why? like, because it's is it was it offensive? Well, I mean, kind of. I honestly like. I'm gonna just blame the not all the actors, obviously. Uh oh. I'm gonna blame the the actor, dead one, the actor who played the son, uh, who played Robin Williams' son. Mm. He fucked up the entire movie. Uh oh. Not and handsome I, but, enough. Not enough. Not no, good abs. So the, here's not the, enough here's toxic the, masculinity. The movie. The mo- no. Too much toxic. <laughs> whoa, masculinity. Oh, whoa, whoa, hey, whoa. That's the problem. 
movie is about Robin Williams and Nathan Lane who are in a gay relationship, mm-hmm. an openly gay relationship. Mm-hmm. Nathan Lane is a drag queen at Robin Williams's club. You. Um, and then they have like their little houseboy who's Hank Azaria, <laughs> yeah. who's fucking hilarious the whole movie. And Robin Williams' son comes home and says, I'm going to get married to a very young Callista Flockhart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're not even going to talk about that. That's the least of what's going on here. No, God, no. But he's like, I'm going to get married. But just so you know, her parents are really strict. Like her dad is like a conservative like uh, senator and he's, you know, really strict and whatever. Um, so I need you to pretend like you're straight. We need to get all this shit out of your apartment that makes you look like an openly gay man and I need you to just pretend like you're straight. We told we told her parents that you were like this art something of another and he basically asking his dad, I want to marry this girl. These are the values that her parents have. I need you to lie right, about who right, you right. are and get Nathan Lane out of the house even though he's treated me like, like his mother or my mother the whole time right. get him out because he'll never pass for straight ever <laughs> and, and well but isn't kind of the i mean and and you've seen it more recently than me but isn't him overcoming that that kind of part of the plot john it would be yeah if it didn't come so fucking late and yeah. if it didn't come like so blah like it was well the, the whole, most of the movie was this son fucking heaving and fucking sighing because of his gay fucking dads and how hard they were. And like also most of the movie was Nathan Lane throwing fits yeah. and, and, and Robin it, Williams having like to chase him around. Reinforcing every gay stereotype. Well, but, but, and how, but yes. like, how could you so, look at that well, movie and think that it was anything other than a Nathan Lane, Robin Williams vehicle? Well, I mean, you know, it was originally... To, well, it should have been, but it was... It, I was just, it was based on a French movie, which is based on a play. But the movie, the French movie, La Cage Folle, that took that came out in 1978. And, you know, I saw it when I was 10 years old, and it was like the first time I'd ever seen anything gay on, on screen. So it was very um, – it, it opened my eyes in, in that way for a 10-year-old to, to be like, oh, my God, there are gay men and they can be parents and whatever. Like, but it was a, it was a, a, a farce for sure. But the, the new one was what, made 25 years later or something? And yeah. like that – I was a- just like – look. Every it, look, no if interest. you want to keep every line in the script the same and every joke the same, because there were a couple times I laughed, but they were mostly in Hank's area, being like this, oh, like <laughs> Without very his, the shoes, the, un, yeah, yeah, like very walk, gay, yeah. like Cuban, like right. but like look, <laughs> very gay, all cu- oh, probably Cuban. They're in Miami. Oh, is that? I'm just oh, I think we're starting to maybe find out no, what the problem a, is he here. It is a big Cuban accent. It is a Cuban. This is a Cuban thing. No, isn't he it? was the best part of the movie. Okay, I'll say it. Just like when you oh, what, so you, oh, when you watch a Tyler Perry film, but your favorite character is the grumpy white guy. <laughs> <laughs> right, see, and God I'm bless Tyler Perry for being inclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All black people think that yeah. white people are either uh, shooty police people or cranky old men yeah. like John. Like, shooty uh, police people. <laughs> your career is gonna. That's uh, actually the, uh, the the new action movie coming out from Tyler Perry. Shooty, shooty police, police people. people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and he plays all the parts. Well, except for the white, except for the white guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but if they would have changed, they could have kept the whole script the same. Right. If the son would have just acted just a little bit more, Futterman. like someone who oh, was fucking Futterman fucks it up every time. Like someone who was raised by gay men and who had like a different perspective. Like he was, like he's supposed to play eighteen or something like that. But like, 
what kind of piece of shit? I don't know. I'm no, trying to I'm, think I'm of like, I'm, I'm I, trying to think of like, it, okay. So if I was bringing home like a very liberal, you know, like, uh, black, like whatever kind of guy home to my family. And I was like, yo, like, just so you know, like my parents, my family's really conservative Republican. And I went up to my mom and my stepdad and said, can you cool it on the fucking Donald Trump shit right now? Like just, just for my boyfriend's sake and his parents' sake, because they're all very liberal. Like, I would never say, like, you're fucking embarrassing me. This shit's stupid. You know, like, you guys are ridiculous. Like, can we hide well, all this American flag shit in your apartment? Like, you, you like might, you might if you had to. Like, you have a relationship where, you, where you're able to say. No, but if, no, no, no. But if I had to do it, then I'm probably dating the wrong person. Right. And in 78, like, you would probably be a little less, a little less open about sharing that your parents are gay than in 1996. Look, and know? I understand that. I know that it's a dated movie and it's whatever, but like, honestly, I, it, it just, it was gross to watch and I didn't enjoy it. And the fact that it's so beloved, like even now, like people I who think, are comedians being like, oh, you got to watch Birdcage. So I funny. Think, no, like, well, only it's because of, because it's because of, it's because of the performances, but, uh, um, which are great, but except I, the sun. Except the son, who is a sucked. fucking asshole, and he should be killed. He fucked up the whole movie. I hate him. He'll, he fucked uh, up fuck the whole I don't even, movie. Honestly, and this is from the bottom of my heart, I do not even remember what that character looks like or anything And you know what? Said. What was the last thing you saw um, Dan Futterman in? You know? Oh, look at you. Yeah, judging Look Amy. at you. No, but like to, to, to the earlier point, I believe if the birdcage were made again, it would be different. It would be a different movie. It would have to be a different movie. The entire gay like development people would be like, uh, so, yeah. So what? Why the yeah. fuck are you dating some gay, con- some fucking conservative's daughter? Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> that's what they would say. Oh, that's but genius. But that's because they're not. Oh, they're not genius. like in this oppressed minority anymore. Like I get, I get it. I get why and for the time what the movie was about. That's why I'm saying if you could keep the script exactly the same for the time, if you just had this one actor not act like such a cocksucker about it. Jane, I mean Jane. Um, Sandra, when you get angry, it's the best thing, and it's not because it's not like like it's adorable. It's I think whenever a, women yeah, get mad, it's yeah, cute. Yeah, it's cute. It's so cute. Very, it's yeah. so cute look because, at them trying uh, to act at, all masculine. She's she's almost making a point. <laughs> I know. I mean, I wasn't listening, but I just like watching her yeah, flail like, around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, her hands Ooh, go. All it's funny. adorable. No, I don't. I didn't mean <laughs> sassy uh, Hispanic. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> If I could only understand what she's saying. I know. Um, Through my thick Cuban accent. Jane said, I knew an atheist who said, animals are not gay. We are going against nature. Uh, to which Evan replied, uh, think being gay is unnatural? These uh, 11 animals will, um, uh, well, you won't believe what these 11 animals are getting up to. Oh, anyhow, there are a bunch of gay animals. Oh, there's a glass of water in the fridge for you. Um, you are so thoughtful, Marty. You yeah. really are. You're very feminine in that way. Um, oh, no. Damn it. Don't. <laughs> I'm so gay. No. Uh, but there's a Ricky Gervais thing that he did for his, his thing, uh, Animals, that I, I uh, tweeted out. And that's very, very funny. Can I give one more example of toxic masculinity? Yes, I'd love it. I love it. I love it. I want to. I have such a greater understanding of it. So thank I, you. I, 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 yeah. When you sent out the email about what we were going to talk about, I only accidentally replied to John. And I said, yes, and I have big opinions about two of these things. And toxic masculinity was one of them. Um, thinking that men and women can never have functional relationships together, 
like at all. Like just being convinced that like, if you're a man and you're convinced that you'll never understand women or you've been taught, like, don't even try to understand them, son. Like, you know, whatever. That is an example of toxic masculinity because we can understand each other and we can have functional relationships. Just a distrust of women in general or thinking that you have to sleep around or be like that kind of guy. That's, that's pressure and pressuring you out of what you might want to be. I mean, for, for, okay. Understanding it. Like, first of all, I agree with you. And, and, and second of all, I, I don't know that I understand my girlfriend totally i do know that she understands a bunch of shit that i don't understand and is oh yeah and you and just is, don't want to hear it well no no and i do in other words she fills in a huge amount of gaps of shit that just doesn't fucking make any sense to me and like breaks shit down in a way that i would never see it so i'm like grateful for this well, filling exactly. in of these gaps it's, it's you not know, necessarily that, like you but you would never like resentfully say i'm never gonna understand women right and you that's know? not to no, say I'd that i'd never say that that's <laughs> With resentment. With resentment. No, Look, that, I went but, through a divorce, okay? So there right. were some dark days there. <laughs> okay, fine. And that's Fair not enough. to say that there aren't gender differences, because there are, but that doesn't... But that doesn't mean equality, inequality. You know, it doesn't mean that's exactly right. It doesn't mean inequality. Like if you know, I would, I would hope that I'm bringing something to the relationship as well, and I would hope that there were at least some of the time where I had some perspective that maybe she wouldn't have thought of, and and you and that perspective would have to come in some part to you know me being having a male upbringing. You know, I mean, it, it would. Uh, it's 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 in the mix somehow, but I think your your point is Marty is that you you can't you know one you can't place them above each other. It's not a right. You right. know that's that's also like I think it was I read somewhere it was like in re- approaching relationships with compassion instead of competition. That's right. Well, well, I mean, think think about all of the sort of the the the, the most ancient. Uh, uh, deconstructions of our existence, you know, like the yin and the yang and the, you know, whatever. In, in, in Judaism, we have uh, the Yitzharah and the higher and self. The you know, and Yanks the Yangsarah. That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the Yanks are off. That's right. Um, and I go to the tailors and I drop my pants and jack it off. Hmm? Drop your pants and jack it off. I've at never the had my pants tailored before. Okay. Um, Although anyway. I am getting into wearing menswear. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so progressive of you. Thank you. Emma yeah. Watson is one of my fashion icons. <laughs> oh, yeah, she you know does that. do. Well, uh, you're getting ready for Hillary being president. Fuck yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> you are get, yeah. You're having some pantsuits yeah, tailored no, and made. She's wearing one Fuck right yeah, now. And it's a beige pantsuit. I always wear dresses, and lately I'm like, nope, jeans. I'm doing jeans. Yeah. I want to, I like... I tried on a a jumpsuit type thing yeah. like a week ago, and I was like, "This looks fucking killer." It's fuck- oh, so so this is what th- when Hillary's president, this is going to be the it's there's going to be a pant- up, boys. pantsuit revolution. Wait, do you think that the the pantsuit will will bleed I over do. into into male fashion, and will men men will start wearing pantsuits? Maybe they'll start wearing skirts, and then women can start using mirrors on the bus to go under their skirts and look at their penises. Yeah, because that's wouldn't women have like penises? See a, no, I'm talking about if men wore skirts. Yeah, and you can see a hairy sack. That's mm-hmm. nothing sexier. Than I really that, right? really don't recommend. <laughs> it. I have to assume that there, what's sexier from a hairy sack than from a vagina from that angle? I, I just no, I think. It is true, isn't it? No, like I like when I when I hear stories about that when it happens all the fucking time, like when a guy like puts a mirror under to see under someone's skirt, it's like 
What angle are you seeing? Well, yeah, and furthermore, like, 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 a, like, if one were to watch porn, I imagine, and this is just, I've been told, that sure. when the camera is like all the way in with just the dick going into the vagina, and that's where the shot is, and you're just going, I don't, I don't know. That's really the most sexy thing that they can. That's do. for is the that, biology that people. The, yeah, exactly. See, exactly. As a millennial, I'm in the wrong, I'm in the wrong booth. Yeah, you need to start I, going for like <laughs> booth. Oh, whatever. Jesus, how old are you? Yeah, see, as an old man who knows, who watch, watches pornography in booths, <laughs> I it's. That, I it, thought that was gonna make it by, Cassandra. <laughs> Never. No. No. Never. Booth. Peep show. <laughs> yeah. Wait. What did I put my quarters into? And I'm cranking the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> see, you're too old to appreciate sex, and then Cassandra, you're too young to appreciate sex because millennials don't have sex anymore. Wait, it's oh, the top of nice the hour. Segue, Marty. It's the top of the nice. hour. Uh, and you're listening to the Nooner Show on Spotcast Radio Network. Thank you, Jane, for reminding me. That's what is apparently the new thing is that people are going to tweet to remind me because I think Joseph Douglas Watson <laughs> reminded me too. Well, Thanks, guys. Thank, thank goodness that we have listeners at all, especially attentive ones. Yeah. Oh, shit. So yeah. everybody talks about Tinder being the big hookup uh, app and that people are having um, a bunch of sex. But uh, there's some research that shows that millennials aren't having as much sex as their previous, uh, the previous generation. Um, is that true? What was the previous generation? Generation though? Y. Who's that? That's uh, people I, who won't talk to me. And then I'm the, Why? I'm, because I'm the beginning of Generation X. And you're like a pre-baby boomer. Is that right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm pre- He's from the Depression. Honestly, era. I don't even know. What's <laughs> the cutoff? Wait, 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 You're a not a millennial, boomer. are you? No. no. Uh, it's Generation X. I'm like... Gen- oh, that middle, that weird middle part. That I'm w- probably the same as you, Generation yeah, X, yeah, right? We're, yeah, we're yeah at the there's a, of from X. what I understand, there's a weird middle generation because millennials start in like '85. No, 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 no. no being born, I'm sorry, being born, millenn- being born in '85. In '85, really? And so, like, see, I was '85, '90. Oh, I see. Because that way, that way, you're 15 years old when 2000 happens. Yep. So gotcha. that's that's. Okay. So they start around the that mid to late '80s or so. I think that Your there's formative some, years. There's some people who say that the millennials start in the early 80s, but because we're not anyone who's being born now or even I think after like 96, they're not technically millennials. They've never had a, a moment in their life where there wasn't this technology. So, oh, my God. I was okay, so of, my kids. Your kids not, are not millennials. Well, my they, daughter's they have, 2000. Oh, yeah. Neither one of them. They, yeah, they, there will be a new name for them. We haven't figured it out yet. Have yeah. We? The Pokemon, we have to wait and see how they. Pokemon work. Go Gen. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, uh, in 19... I think that they have a name. In 1991, um, uh, Douglas Copeland, he he published Generation X, and that was the year I graduated from college, and that sort of defined that generation of... Who wrote that? uh, Douglas Copeland. Hmm. And... uh, Jew. uh, (laughs) How'd you know? You could tell. No, it's probably not Copeland. Copeland's probably not Jewish. Um, Copelandstein would be... And then it was Generation Y, then the Millennials. Um, I, as a Generation Xer, you know, John and I, not with each other, but the, the, that would be fine. We had tons of sex in, uh, in our 20s. Why Just did you tons. have to qualify that with not with each other? Why did you have to uh, say that? I said not that there was what, a bad thing. Where was the fear? Because I'm we, glad were that in you different, we were in verified. different cities. Mm-hmm. That's all I was saying. But why was that? Why would that be so, something that you? Well, anyways, Gen, I, Gen X people, I think, are the weird middle ones because they're not part of these fucking butthole baby boomers but they're also I'll why is a baby it. boomer a butthole by the way 
because they're old and they don't know shit. <laughs> and they ruin this country and the world. All right. Okay. And then you have besides then, that. <laughs> and then you have the Gen X people who were all born were begat in <laughs> yes from, begat as from, the Bible tells us yeah from the baby boomers and then but the Gen X people like can't identify with either that's why like I've. I have a f- good friend who is technically Gen X. And you visit he, them in the home. Yeah, and well, no, and he's in his yeah in his quaint little home in West Hollywood. Yeah. But he says like he has a hard time identifying with either one because obviously baby boomers he disagrees with almost everything that they have to say out of their old crotchety mouths. Mm-hmm. But like he also can't completely relate to millennials because he has a point of because he ref- can't get their attention. Yeah, he has, and he also has a reference point of like way past like. You know, cell phones and like all this shit that, like, you know, like he doesn't understand why we care about these things so much, and you know, and that's where you guys are. Yeah, it's true. I don't, I don't understand. Okay, so I didn't know that that was what we're talking about. Millennials don't have sex. Well, they have less sex than the previous generation. What is the? What's the theory? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I was. I wanted to ask, you know, someone who's in in the thick of it. You know. I have sex. Um. Okay. Uh, well, it's when I'm single, I have sex. Fifteen um, percent of twenty to twenty-four old, twenty to twenty-four year olds today report having no sexual partner since they turned eighteen, and that's what. Yeah, that's uh, more than double the percentage of those of Generation X. I just dropped my daughter off for her first day of high school, and I hope to God you're right about this. Uh, that's a hell of a I'm, drive, <clears throat> huh? That's a heck of a drive. What do you mean? I missed your joke. No, it's not a joke. It's just a long commute. It's uh, you, a long commute you're actually anyways. speaking. Speci- you know what high school we're talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, twenty-five, thirty miles or something. I don't remember how fucking far it was. Yeah, because she's special. <clears throat> she's gifted. Well, but oh, I'll, tell you, the, I'll tell you, she's going Cal- to Loxa. Lo- yeah, Loxa. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like Cal State LA, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, cool. the, it's the arts arts magnet. But I'll tell you Good what, for her. yeah, Thank really you. hard to get into. I Thank applied you. for there and I did not get in. You'd get in today, though, if you applied. I would today. <laughs> but like uh, she needs a high school education like, again. Wait, God, she's wearing Adidas uh, high tops and has uh, you know whatever. Like Billy um, Madison, yeah, like I show up in like <laughs> a cool like and and a, and a pantsuit. Yeah, and a pantsuit. <laughs> I'm here to teach. But I'll tell you, we we were driving, and I'm driving her her little friend uh, uh, Kayla with her, and I was like, well, what's going on with Lucy? I, I thought Lucy was you know going to be part of this uh, carpool or whatever. Like we're trying to figure out how they're going to get there. And what I've come up with at this point is that we're going to possibly drive them there and they're going to take the train home because the train getting there is like an hour and a half and that has them getting up super early in the morning. Anyway, so we're on the way and I said, well, where's Lucy? And she said, well, she said she'd see us there. And I said, well, how does uh, how's she getting there? She's on the train. <laughs> and I remember calling her her her, uh, her mother and, and saying, uh, hey, so do you want to set up a carpool? And she goes, Lucy's going to take the train. And my point is, I remember thinking, that is really fucking badass. Like, that kid is going to be tougher than my kid. My mom was going to make me take the train yeah. if I got If in. you got into Loxa? Because mm-hmm. we lived in Santa Clarita. Santa Clarita. Yeah, right? Well, we moved to Burbank after I didn't get in. And but I where is Santa Burbank. Clarita? It's up near Magic Mountain. Yeah. 
How would you have taken the train from there? I don't fucking know. There's no, no the, train. Yeah, there is there. Is there a way to do it? There's, a, there's the the big train. That well, we have a my buddy. My buddy whose kid is uh, in the same program as my daughter. They live in Burbank, and that's a quick. It's like yeah. forty five minutes or something. The point okay. is. The point is like that kid who's on the train. Like her mother is like uh is like you know one of these dragon moms, and that kid is gonna be fucking stronger than my kid. You know there was a um. An article, uh, this is a few years ago in, in the New Yorker about a mother in, in Brooklyn and her son really wanted to take the subway by himself. And so At she, how old? Uh, 11. And so she gave him two subway tokens, and this is back in the day when there were subway tokens, and, uh, oh no, a MetroCard and then two quarters if he needed to make a phone call. And he, uh, he just rode the subway, went to like the museum and then came back, you know, and so she wrote this because you know she was trying to give, make, give some trust to her son. And then so many people sent letters and saying that she was a ne- negligent parent and that she should be you know arrested for you know child yeah. endangerment. And you know when I was a kid, I would just wander around by myself. You know, I used to around. hitchhike as a twelve-year-old. I got picked up twice by child molesters. You know, like propositioned by. They give know. you a choice. Well, I, luckily, I didn't get nice I didn't get any of those oh, guys. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. We were more Vermont. polite. People more polite, polite in yeah. Vermont. Would you like to suck my dick? Is that uh, no? Thank you. Okay. Well, that's fine. I'll ask someone else. Okay. Where you live? Over there. <laughs> Thanks for the ride, uh, Darren. I don't know if what you Darren says forty six to sixty four boomers, sixty five to seventy eight Gen X, seventy nine to oh one Gen really? Y, and millennial oh one millennials can't remember. Not true. That's wrong. I love you, but that's wrong. Millennial, I, the, whatever's after us, they can't remember. Yeah, millennials reached adulthood by 2000. Yeah. That is, that is the, the, gen, the definition well, according to the internet. I have internet saying that they're general, well, millennials are also known as Generation Y. And ranging, birth dates ranging from the early 1980s to around 2000. Okay, we are the, def, we are the, the, the final word on this. Because, yeah, whatever. Because, you know, we have a podcast. All I'm saying is I can remember 2011. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. 9-11. Right. Um, but I know people younger than me can't, which is gross. Um, what was I saying? Oh, millennials have sex. I, I can say this, that maybe millennials are a little bit pickier than, um, and specifically not just all of them. I think women are pickier. How do you mean? Well, I mean, I'm trying to think of a reason why um, we don't have sex. I don't think that it's because I don't think it's what's going on in Japan. I know that Japan, Japanese people aren't having sex because they find relationships to be too taxing and like. Tell me about it. And they and they also have like all their other weird outlets that they can use. But I don't think that that's quite what's happening here. Because first of all, I didn't know that that was happening. I feel like millennials have sex. I feel like we do because. Because um, you're having sex, and therefore everybody else must be having sex. And I have friends who are millennials. Who are having sex with I'll you. I'll say that this is that just people are just picky. People are very picky. I have, Which is good. I, yeah, no, I have friends, both male and female, although I feel like the male ones are just suffering from the more female ones like my friends, who just, they aren't having sex that often, but it's because they'll go on the Tinders and the Bumbles and all the little apps that we have, and... It, it takes them a while to find, not even just, if you go, if you get out on the date, 
I mean, a lot of the times that first date ends in sex and it's casual thing and it's over. But it's even getting someone to go out on the date because millennials, I think, are constantly searching for something better to do. And they're also just picky on who the, who they spend their time with and who they waste their time with. I'm not picky. No, I'm kidding. I'm, is it I'm is picky. it because they have um, so little time left over when they're done playing Pokemon Go? That I don't think mo- well, millennials do play Pokemon Go because millennials grew up with Pokemon on television and Pokemon cards. That's right. Oh, no. You you, you, yeah. you got such a nostalgic look in your eyes. You're saying that. So, what was yeah. your first gaming console? Uh, oh, that's what it should be. That's by the gaming that, console. By the gaming console, yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, my first one, personally, that my mom bought me was a Game Boy Color. Oh, oh you're part of the, the GC generation. Adorable. Yeah. The GBC. The GBC. But I know exactly I had, co- my cousins had an N64 and, like, you know, one of our grand, my one of my great aunts had, like, a, gr- a Super Nintendo, like, the first one at her house. But, yeah, it was, like, N64 Game Boys and... Beyond PlayStation, the we, first PlayStation. I was I'm part of the Fairchild Channel F generation, which uh, <laughs> was a, a video game console that came out in 1976 that played like three versions of Pong, and that was that was my generation. Cool. Yeah, that was the only video game console we got, and it was only because we won it in a raffle. John's part of Pinball Machine. Yeah, I, I yeah. can. I, I can. Exactly. I, I, uh, honest to God. I can remember, and admittedly, I was young. I was too young to be in there. I was a dishwasher. Uh, but I remember Pong being like on a TV set hanging up on the wall at the bar where I was a dishwasher. Yeah. Pong. Yeah. And I also remember um, like the kids, the wealthier kids, I, I couldn't have one because I was poor. Uh, but we had, uh, they had these little football games these little handheld football games, and all it was was a red light, like, going up and down, and then you had other white lights that were the defenders, and your red light had to, and, and you were, in your mind, you were like a football player running down the field, and all these were, were little lights going back and forth, and that was just, like, the coolest fucking thing in the world. I, I would, like, I would love to, like, have, you know, watch, uh, be able to go back, uh, you know, and you have one of those in your hand and uh, have, like, Madden, you know, 2015 or something. Nothing come on the screen. Your, your head would just explode. I don't know that I've made a good point here or not. He's playing uh, sound. Yeah, it was uh, Mattel football. Was yeah, game. Mattel yeah. football, exactly. Yeah, and uh, it just made such a – those these bleep blop blorps, you know, where you can listen. Remember the – Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. totally it. Yeah. Um sorry, I just Google I was gonna try to Google why don't millennials have sex so I could read and see if I could identify with any of this. But the first Google searches go, Why don't millennials vote? Why don't millennials say thank you? <laughs> <laughs> why don't millennials buy diamonds? Why don't millennials eat cereal and why don't millennials wanna work? Oh, that's so great. Yeah. Here's why. Why don't millennials why don't, fucking why don't, get it? Why don't millennials vote? Because yeah. we can't vote from home. Yep. Why don't millennials say thank you? Because fuck you. <laughs> Why don't millennials buy diamonds? Because we don't want to support blood diamonds and we want to be individuals. Why don't millennials eat... S- oh, and also because we don't have fucking money to buy diamonds. 
Why don't millennials eat cereal? Because it's processed food and there's too much sugar. And it's sugar. got gluten and uh, and. Because uh, fucking cereal's bad for you. Yeah. Why don't millennials want to work? We do. We fucking do. But, you, no, but no, no one's no, no. coming to our house to give us jobs. No. no, no. no. Working on yourself is not considered work. <laughs> You know why millennials don't want to work is because they spend so much money on college and they don't want to do jobs that they're overqualified for and get paid minimum wage because they oh, find that their time is wor- worth that more. That is beautiful. All right, guys, uh, we're going to go. We've got a bunch of mail, so we'll just. We're going to go. dip into the mail dip sack. The mail, mail sack. sack, mail sack. Come on, get my in that mail sack. That was lovely, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, it answered a lot of questions that John and I had. Uh, yeah, in fact, before we, you came, we were like, what's with the cereal? What's wrong with cereal? Why don't they eat it? Yeah, that's all I've been thinking about yeah. all week. This just, uh, sorry, I'll be no, off go of on, it in go a on, second, go on. but no, no. this just seems like, old people, stop trying to fucking understand us. Like, Christ, we are having sex. We just don't, like... You're not having as much promiscuous sex, no, because women stand up for themselves now, and they're fucking much pickier now. And then, people, men and women have their mind on other things. Like millennials aren't having sex because millennials aren't trying to get in long-term relationships and get married. And if they are, it's just hard to find someone else. We're having sex. Oh, we are. Okay, I believe you. We are. And if we're not having sex, we're definitely all on Tinder trying to set up dates that we never go on. Oh, is that the thing? Setting up dates you don't go on? Oh, constantly. Oh, I've never done that. Do you watch the show Casual? No, oh, I a, will. It's a great show. Also, Joseph Douglas Watson had Your mentioned... likes that show. Hmm? Abby likes that show. Yep. She's the one who turned me on to it, but I still haven't seen it's it. It's a yet. fantastic show. Yeah. Joseph Doug- Douglas Watson says that he's days older than me, and he hasn't had sex since 2011. I know that it's a, even more difficult um, in the gay community if you're seeking out... Like an actual relationship. LTR? What's that? Long-term relationship? Yeah. Because, um... Because gay people don't know how to have a long-term relationship because they're shallow? No, they just tend to be more promiscuous and, uh... You know, I'm trying to say something without sounding ignorant. It's like a no. (laughs) But there's a group group culture that, that... Amongst, because uh, I guess what I'm know. saying is that like apps like Tinder and Bumble were inspired by apps like Grinder and Scruff, which are hookup hook up apps. Yeah. They're hookup apps, and and you know, straight um, straight people got their own, but they probably aren't using it as hookup apps. Or men are, but women aren't, and you know, there you go. All right. And that I have a lot of good friends who are gay, and they don't they ha- don't have sex very often either because they're looking for relationships, and it's not that easy. Keep right. looking online. Eighty-five percent of relationships for gay relationships what? happen online. All right. Yes. And that ends the mail sack segment. No, <clears throat> no that what? begins the mail. Oh, segment. this is. <laughs> um, bleep, blop, blort. <laughs> Wait, one more. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm okay. sorry. Darren posted this funny um, article. It says, I replaced the word millennials with 43-year-old white men. Why are so many 43-year-old white men having zero sex? Um, it's funny. It's, it's just funny because of the punchline because 43-year-old white male. Because they probably aren't having sex either, bruh. Yeah. How old are you? 43. <laughs> yeah. 43, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, just, it's all articles. Well, how 43-year-old white men are ruining the workforce. Proof that fancy job perks can't keep 43-year-old white men happy. That's pretty funny. I I'm, like that. I'm, I'm Italian, so I'm Latino. Mm. 
no, you are you just like whatever suits your situation. You're Jewish. You're Italian. You're That's Latino. Right. You're, That's right. You're a black female. I'm trying to get into college yeah. as do, best I can. Yeah. And not pay for it. The Elizabeth Warren way. <laughs> um, this is fucking hilarious. I'm going to retweet this article. It's good. It, Thanks, all, it's the same joke over and over again. But there's a point. No, there's not. You can't make a 43 year old white man happy, or at least a millennial. I don't. I don't think Have I. Have you make tried? No. Well, then how do you Have know you can Have you tried can't? making a millennial happy? I do it every fucking every, day. Every, I have two every, of them. Every time he lets you speak, you say a word into the microphone, he, he thinks that he's That's doing That's exactly you, right. Doing I'm being I am, benevolent. I am a millennial that you interact with. Uh, <laughs> so my kids are not millennials? No. Uh. Oh, so... <laughs> Evan said Cassandra and I, I are stop having, calling are having vastly different millennial experiences. Well, because I don't know. What, what's the dating pool like up in Roseville? Of, I think that men and women are having a different cows up there. Oh yeah, oh that's that's always been true. I think. I, I, oh boohoo! Well, I was not complaining. I'm too fired up. Start reading emails. That girl looks so smart with the glasses, don't you think? Glasses make girls look smart. Mm-hmm. She'd be so much hotter <laughs> if she took those glasses off, don't you think? She waved her hair. Yeah, yeah. Took her. Yeah. yeah Curled her hair a little bit. Um, I just wanted to give a shout out to Tyson for. Uh, See, you agree. For sure. paraphrasing the uh, the the Jetsons, you know, yeah. beep up orc ah ah. Oh, that's up, it. Orc, uh, uh, means I love you. Right? Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, Taswell Hargraves writes in, uh, "Hello, fellow Nooners. I'm a longtime fan of the show. I do miss the old cast. Bill Watterson. I miss him. I miss his honesty, anger, and passion. Cleveland rocks. Uh, he said he was going to try to be here today, but I guess he didn't try very hard." Um, Kruger says uh, he's insane. Is that him banging on the window and say, yelling the door is locked? I, I didn't hear a thing. I didn't hear it. Didn't yeah, hear anything. Um, Kruger, we tried to get him to uh, Skype in today, but he couldn't, and he expresses his regrets. Uh, Emily O'Hara, adorable, and I love her nerd impressions. Uh, she's great. We love her. And we'll have her back, uh, hopefully, someday soon. James Franco, DJ James is down to earth, funny, and has great stories. James, DJ James is up closer to Evan Cardi. He's up in Sacktown, so I have not heard from him lately. So, uh, but big shout out to James. He's a huge reason why we have a show to begin with. Uh, current cast, Marty Yu, lead host. Marty's great. He gets the topics and everyone perfectly. Giselle Nett, delightful, insightful, be beautifully optimistic. Cassandra Cardenas, beautiful, smart, funny, and half Cuban. What more can you ask for? John Piercello, no offense, but some of his jokes, conversations come off as blatantly <laughs> racist. I hope that's not the case, and I'm misinterpreting his jokes, conversations. You are absolutely—you uh, absolutely are. Like, not absolutely, but I think that. Uh, so when Kruger does it, it's okay. Well, no, I think the the thing is like both John and 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 Steve by nature are contrarians, yeah. and and so Aww. whatever's in the room, Thanks, they'll do it just to because it it, it spices up things. Yeah. and mm. and he he likes to. If if John, I, I bet John as a kid was the type who just poked wasps' nests just to see what would come out. Probably, yeah. Um, and by the way, back to my uh, showing up at my uh, shul at my, uh, I, I I said that to my rabbi. I said, you know, all my life I was just always called a contrarian, and he goes, no, you're just Jewish. Oh, mm. no, yeah. that's racist. Like you're home. <laughs> um, thank you, Taswell. That that was great. Thank you. Um, Stanley writes in, I'm a long-time listener, but I must admit I started listening during the last couple of ep ep I started listening during the last couple of episodes with Dan due to being turned off by Marty's annoying voice. 
There you go. Wow. Mm. However, after listening, you, you, have, on the you have a beautiful voice, Marty. Yeah. What are you talking about? Uh, but however, after continued listening, I grew used to it. So he got inured <laughs> to my my shrill nasal voice, and soon came to love and even miss all of the Murps, including Marty. Um, I've submitted a Nooner Theater script in the past, but was rejected due to length. Although I think y'all could have pulled it off. Uh, mm. I do most of my writing at work as it helps keep my ADD mind occupied during multitasking. So the rewrite will be coming soon. Please send it. And But the fact that he works at my uh, my healthcare provider makes me worry. Just you know, take care of my health and then rewrite stuff. Um, I also created uh, the stripped down uh, Indiegogo t-shirt but got no mention of it. Uh, all I have to say is that don't be mad. Marty just uh, created a new shirt. We'll do that. Yes, working on it. I'm juggling a zillion things right now. Um, throughout the years, there have been several catchphrases for the show. Eat a dick. That was one? I, I, I do not remember eat a dick. That must be before my time. I mean, much before. Yeah, yeah, that might be a Kruger thing. He says that a lot just to me. Um, bring back the in Mexican. Private, in the privacy of your bedroom. Yes. Uh, as, he's, <laughs> as he's caressing me gently, yet firmly. <laughs> and when I say a dick, I mean my, my dick. dick. That's right. Um, fuck Cleveland. That's a, a, a forever favorite, as is Cougar's balls and oatmeal vomit. That's um, Giselle's regular was Grimace vomit. Grimace vomit. Yes, that's right. Um, I think the new catchphrase should be, should be something to identify the show and relate to the current pop culture phenom of Pokemon Go. Something like, where's the midge, gotta catch them all? I like that one. Where's mm. the midge, what? Gotta catch them all. Oh, that's funny. How's the midge? Oh, he's great. Did you catch him? I caught him. Will okay. you bring him on the show? He doesn't want to come. Does he want to come? He'll come, I think. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. All right, just if you want. Um, you gotta wake that little guy up. Yeah. yeah. Just poke him with a stick like you poke a wasp. He nest. sleeps in a tiny sock. <laughs> he's in a tiny shoebox mm-hmm. that goes in the tiny sock drawer. Mm-hmm. Aw. Mm-hmm. Um, Marty, 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 what? Can I finish? That's your mom. That's for John. Oh, good. Uh, in serious, uh, in all seriousness, I really enjoy the show and all the merps. Keep up the good work, and I'll keep getting weird looks from my coworkers for all the belly laughs. Uh, P.S. Cast when you're back in D-Town. Tweet at me, and the fam will load up and take you out for food and drinks. How lovely. What's D-Town? Just you? Denver. Oh, yeah. Oh, this guy's in Denver? Yeah. This oh, is, that's great. This is Stanley Garcia from Denver. He's... Uh, you can tweet him at uh, nerd nerd on sermon. Nerd on sermon. Sermon. Yes. Thank you, cool. Stanley. Uh, can I say something about Pokemon Go? Yeah, please. It w- how many more letters do we have? A shitload. I, I might um, go through these pretty quickly. Go on. Well, just really quickly. The the day that it came out, my daughter and I went down to uh, the um, ocean, you know, in Santa Monica, down by the pier and along the walkway. And it was it was quite like remarkable that you know nine out of ten people maybe eight out of ten people certainly were looking at their DSs and walking around like staring down their at their I'm sorry at their phones thank you millennial thank you Jesus I can't get Christ. these technologies straight at their little screens they were looking down at their little screens walking around and there'd be whole groups of them running but there was something very very odd about like uh, the sort of uniform nature of everybody doing this one thing all at once. It's kind of, I don't know. It was it, it was compelling. I don't think it was bad or good or whatever. It was just... I saw the same thing in Burbank, and it was kind of like, huh. It was weird, yeah. It was weird. It was just sort of weird, yeah. But I mean, then I pulled out my phone, and I was like, what are we, what are we missing? 
And so then you started playing. Yeah, but I haven't. I'm not a very active Pokemon player because it's maybe a little bit. So here's my question. Not really my speed. Do do you believe, and Marty, I'd love to hear your opinion on this. Totally. Um, And I actually mean that. Um, Is that I know that the Pokemons that you pick them up and they'll be like in a store or something like that. Are we going to find, you know, right, or near Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, areas mm -hmm. where there's commerce, right? Are we going to find out that businesses have been paying fees in order to have Pokemons near Absolutely. their I'm sure that, no, that, that's yeah. already that happened. happening. That's, already that's happening. a given, that's already, right? It's already happening. Yeah. That, that's okay. They were so. thinking about putting um, the gyms, Poke gyms, like where you can battle and shit at polling places. Oh, that's... Uh, okay, wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And then there was... Um, it's, it's a little creepy, is it No, I, I went to... Whatever works. Yeah, I went to a restaurant that said, you know, show us what level you are in Pokemon. You know, there's a gym here and uh, we'll give you 15% off, you know. Yeah, so. I mean, I, I haven't gotten that deeply invested into it, but I'm not really a play games on your cell phone kind of girl. Mm. Um, but so I'm not going to hate on it. Uh, Tsukino Usagi writes in, you know, he's our, our uh, Chocodile friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's talking about Suicide Squad, and he he really was excited about it. He says, unlike X-Men or Avengers, the Suicide Squad aren't noble people out to make the world better, but criminals of varying degrees of badness. It explores and uh, challenges our concept of what is evil and sheds light upon uh, people who are on the surface who are just bad guys. More than their dirty deeds. And um, and not only that, the most important thing is how diverse they are. Almost every race is represented. Black, Asian, white, Native American, Latin, and from all over the world. Multiracial, multicultural, and uh, in a Hollywood comic book movie. I love that, that they're multiracial. I'm just. I'm trying to. No, it's good. I, I yeah. appreciate the. Seeing how that feels. It, it no. felt almost honest. <laughs> Did he like the movie? Oh, uh, this is before the movie came out. Okay, because I've heard that some. I read a, read an article that Suicide Squad was worse than Batman versus Superman. A, a, and I read maybe the same article where they were comparing the the juxtaposition between the critical trouncing and the box office success of both of those movies. That that somehow that that, that on Rotten Tomatoes. I read Tomatoes, an article about that, but it had to do with Ghostbusters. I read an article about you reading an article about Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. and in the article it said that that didn't have anything to do with the other article that was uh, about Suicide Squad. And I'm just saying that Superman. we didn't read the same. I read an article headline that yeah. said uh, that millennials yeah. aren't having very much sex, and I never didn't read beyond that. I just, you know. Yeah. Why on earth didn't... Well, I mean, uh, from I according read, to our listeners, I, I might be just the fucking sweet, I read an sexy article exception. You are the sweet, sexy Gen exception. Xers don't read beyond the title of the article. That's me. I mean, that was the title um, of it. I didn't yeah. <laughs> They're not putting American flags in schools anymore? <laughs> I, you know, I appreciate the diversity. I just wish that one of the lead characters, you know, the... Or someone who is Latin or Asian Will or Will Smith queer. is black. I and said Latin, like Asian, or yeah. All right. Well, now you're being picky. But, you know, he's a movie star, and it's like, I mean, that's that's good that they put him. I'm happy so for he's that not diversity. Black enough? But they, you know, name one Asian movie star. Jackie, Jackie Chan. Chan. <laughs> John uh, Cho. John Woo. Oh, he's no. a filmmaker. Who's the one who's Harold? Stephen Chow. Chow. Oh, shit. Stephen Chow. Fuck. Uh, Your sister. So, 
I, I don't know. I have to say that it's been a really disappointing uh, you, uh, summer for movies. I don't know if you guys felt that way. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think I've seen a single movie this but summer. Be, if you wanted to, you would have. You would have made the time to. Right? My grandma said that Bad Moms was one right. of the funniest movies she's ever seen. But Aww. I mean, she's who knows. Well, that's, I love. That's cute. I love I like, the Mila. Yeah, it's I don't a great know if cast. I like the t- the title of that movie, but I'm trying not to be all PC and bitchy about it. Well, like, why they gotta be bad moms? What if it turns out <laughs> you know that they're not bad moms and that it's ironic? I'm sure that that's what it's gonna be, which yeah. is why I haven't vocalized my distaste <laughs> for it too much. Our our mutual friend <laughs> and the fact that you haven't seen it. Our mutual yeah. friend John Stahl said, "Why are they putting bad in front of everything these days? Like, you know, I don't want to see something that's bad. Like, you know, the what is it? Like, bad, bad Santa, bad Santa, bad moms." Um, was it one that's bad from? girls? Bad neighbors. And, no, I'm sorry, it's neighbors. And was it the Charlize Theron? Didn't she do one like um, with Patton Oswalt? Oh, bad, it? bad. No, that's no. Uh, that's young adult. Oh, young adult. Okay. That movie but, but sucked. The, the irony is that John Stahl did a the web series called Bad Teachers. So it's like it's not called it Bad Teachers. It's called Teachers. It's just called Teachers. Oh, About bad teachers. <laughs> right. But oh no, I think he was complaining because also there's bad teachers, which is uh, was is a, a the movie. essence of his web series was how bad the yeah. teachers are. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Sorry, I totally fucked that up. Sorry, John. Happy birthday. Michael Binhock writes in. He moved in. to New York. I, um, not yet. He was getting, getting no. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, but right? taking his baby and his wife and his fucking guinea pigs and Tukino, going to nope, New nope. York. He, he put the guinea pigs, he threw them in the <laughs> LA River. He put them in the burlap sack and threw them over the culvert, you know. You know, and if you could said that about anybody else, I might have believed you, but yeah. I, I, there's no way, John. Not with them guinea pigs. Do you know that Eamon brought his friend over there who is like so allergic that he has to have an EpiPen with him. Noah? Yeah. Oh. And he put, and Noah took the, gu- Eamon said, don't go near the guinea pigs. And Noah, being a contrarian, picked up the guinea pig, rubbed it all over his face, and I had to fucking race to Rite Aid to get Benadryl and bring him down because he was starting to not be able to breathe. Noah sounds like a shitbag. No, Noah's awesome. He just doesn't He's have a lot of. Have you met Noah? He doesn't. I did? Uh, yeah. You oh, okay. He doesn't. He doesn't have a lot of filters. Um, God bless him. So, uh, Ricky, let us know what you thought of of uh, Suicide Squad because the, the the critics certainly savaged it. The article that I did read though said they were complimentary to Margot Robbie. That was it. Yeah, and she the, was super hot. No, actually, that she was the that she was interesting and human, brought something human, good. She uh, brought something. Like fun, fresh to every scene that she was in. Uh, apparently, Jared like Leto. Shoes? Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Did you see those shoes? Yeah, his butt shoes. Those shoes are so. Actually, good. and they said that Margot Robbie, because Margot Robbie played Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. yeah, yes, and that it with Harley Quinn comes the Joker, and it would have just been better if the Joker wasn't. In the oh, role. like if Harley Quinn would have shown well, up alone. God, God help know, they, anybody they, who they, tries to play the fucking Joker after Heath Ledger. Well, it's just like after Caesar Romero. That's how I feel. But um, Hi, really, he was a great joke. You are absolute. You're a baby boomer. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, but uh, I w- I'm interested to know what Ricky thought of it. The, in, uh, I guess Jared Leto was upset that a ton of Joker stuff was cut out. Well, and that's the other thing. I said they had so much setup because they had to set up every fucking character, and that like Will Smith's story got probably the most coverage and so that they might as well have just made it about him but like since they didn't and they set up every character like so much of the movie was spent by that that the rest of it was so fucking jumbled and like it would have been better it would have been better if they would have 
started. Given, if they would, kind of like what they do with the Avengers, the, where they yeah. give everybody their own individual movies. movies. And then so you don't have the setup yeah, when you yeah, see yeah. them Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so when you see them all together, you can actually like have like a, a right. fucking story. Absolutely. They, yeah, they should have I done the Deadpool. I haven't seen it, though. I'm just basing it off of I was having that thought right where you were t- getting very passionate about your description. I was, like, I was, I I was stopping said, myself. I think she said just that she hasn't seen it. Yeah, let's <laughs> no, talk. No, but that's that's fine. That's 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 we within the don't. rules of this podcast. Okay. You talk about <laughs> shit you don't know about. <laughs> don't know all about. right. Um, yeah, I, and then wait for the Twitter, the tweets to come in about how wrong we are. <laughs> well, and apparently they did a lot of reshoots after Batman v Superman to make it more fun and like you know put more jokes. And it, uh, some people have said, uh, I've sound like quote. Some people have written that. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, like yeah. Trump. Yeah, they needed yeah. to just put yeah. more of. Bet Affleck working out. <laughs> what was what was Seth Meyers' joke about that when he said some people have written and Seth Meyers said yeah some people a a uh, what's it called Easter egg or what are the eggs called where you don't have a photo on Twitter? So oh, empty eggs. Whatever yeah. empty egg Twitter accounts created by your you are the some people that have uh. written on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter anyway. Um, I say Twitter as a joke so much that I now actually say Twitter. Ah, oh, I had a word like that, but I can't remember what it is now. Uh, Next email? No, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about things we can't remember. We'll never yeah. stop. We'll, we'll never, never stop. stop. <laughs> All right. See, I feel I feel bad when I interrupt you guys when you guys are sort of like trading nonsense. And yeah. um, but uh, no, it's good to know that it's welcome. Good morning, Murps. This is from Michael Binhock in Germany. My vacation is nearing. Since two weeks, I'm having a torn inner meniscus, and I hope I Ooh. get the rest. Ouch. Of, yeah, I get the rest for it to get better without me having to go under the knife. Uh. Torn inner meniscus don't heal itself, I have to say, having torn my meniscus. Uh, what is a meniscus? It's, Just for a recap it's, for it's me. It's a little um, is it bit like of a membrane over your over your a, joint. Uh, yeah, in your in your knee. Owie. Yeah. Okay. Um, when I watch Trump, I see uh, the the more I watch Trump, I see similarities with a coworker, and I get the feeling. A psychiatrist would di- diagnose him with narcissistic personality disorder, mm-hmm. but I think it's just me. Uh, today, some American women were standing behind me, and they started to talk. I had the urgent feeling to puke. They they spoke like Valley Girls or the Kardashians, and this pattern triggers it somehow. Till then, Michael, uh, do you find that that uh, women or American speech patterns make you sick? No. 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 Uh, no. But it makes me sick when I hear whatevs. I don't know. Actually, I don't. I don't mind people's accents. Yeah. Is it an accent or a speech pattern we're talking about? Both, I guess. I don't know. I guess it would be like, because they use that valley girl thing to like show someone stupid in a movie. So maybe like every time that you heard some Russian people talking, you would think that something bad was about to happen. Oh, that's great. I guess. That's great. Well, isn't there, and there's two, there's two LA accents, right? Like so there's, there's the valley girl accent, which is like, oh my God, which is like down here. Mm-hmm. So like, that's a valley girl, right? But then there's like this one, like the one that it's up here, right? It's, everything's amazing, right? And it's, it, it's almost, uh, and it's sort of like that, you're right. That first one is kind of like used as a, as a, you know, whatever, short, shorthand for character, right. like for stupid, right? But the second one, I, I feel like when I watch a movie, like everybody in it has an LA accent. Like seventy five percent of every fucking American movie I see, it's all well, they all, all sound like they're from L A. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I think probably youth culture gets a, a such I a mean, huge dose of um, that speech in from watching TV. 
Exactly. But yeah. like that Valley Girl accent, I feel like you hear more in like Orange County. I don't know. What I just do did, I, know? I, did, I didn't hear what you just they said. They say it in Orange County. I feel like I hear oh. it more. I don't go to Orange County. Which, oh. sorry, we're, no. we're getting inside baseball here. Uh, yeah, Ash true. Williams here. Uh, he, on the way home from work, I found a headless baby. Oh, okay, he goes through a whole bunch of things uh, things here about a Batman movie without Batmite. I'm out. Um, he says something gross about you and Jeb Bush. Um, okay. Yeah, and then he says, Chris Brown, go ahead and vote for a third party. Throw your vote away. He's Canadian. Chris Brown, uh, therefore, his vote doesn't count at all. No. Nope. You know? nope. Um And because he's ruled by a queen. Can I still vote for Bernie? Sure. You can, it's Even right. though... <sighs> <laughs> I want to. I voted for him once. I want to vote for him again. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna just vote for Bernie from now on in every election. Yeah, be that fucking guy. <laughs> Thank you, Ash. Um, <laughs> we just get. I, I'm I sorry. Gotta, I've got to go along. Um, Bruno's got something to say. Leo writes in, uh, "Dear Murps, yesterday I was thinking about those thousand and one movies you must see before you die, before you die, or you're a sad loser who will never feel the warm embrace of a woman and/or a man." <laughs> That's true. There are thousand and one movies. Now, the 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 Superman movie, the first, the one that had like, um, you know, the father was uh, uh, the gladiator, and um, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Come on, that was that just called Superman? Yeah. That movie was absolutely. I, I don't. It's not even that it was bad. It's just that I just felt I like walked out of there feeling like I had just been in a war zone or something. It was so loud visually and orally, and every. I just felt I didn't feel entertained. I felt just completely overwhelmed by a bunch of fucking nothing. Mm-hmm. Now, does that? Is that a that that's like a and does that mean that I'm not a millennial? So the millennial walked out of there going, "That was awesome." No, nobody walked out of there thinking that. Okay, absolutely zero people. Okay, so that movie sucked. Um, Millennials crave two to five million dollar indie films. We just aren't getting them. Yeah. Uh, So back to Leo's (laughs) question. He says, uh, "Thank God for the Duplass brothers." Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Mark. For Are they the ones that are doing uh, Stranger Things? Uh-uh. No. That's so, um, Leo... They can't be tied to everything good. Okay. Even though it feels like that. Leo was talking about this top 1,001 movies, and he says, it struck me that most of these, these lists and books are written by academic men, yeah. but men nonetheless. Then I started to think, if there were more female film critics who enjoy the same amount of respect and reverence as current male film critics, do you think that the content of these cinema masterclass lists would be... A, mostly different. B, slightly different. C, slightly the same. E, mostly the same. It is true that like film critics are just almost completely white dudes, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like almost 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, one of the most famous... How did that happen? One of the most famous <laughs> film critics of all time, the most respected ones, is Pauline Kael. Uh, and... You know, she was um, at, the, at the New York Times for decades. What, but when what? women don't she like re- things. And she was replaced by... Because they're on their period. Mm-hmm. Janet yeah. Maslin. Yeah, you can't trust a woman to be a good film critic because what if your movie comes out the same day that she's on her period? Yeah, and it's and at which point it's like, okay, we have to take That's this whole thing with a grain of salt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, sorry, we didn't make a movie about a baby in a love story. <laughs> <laughs> about some guy getting a job you should have had. Yeah, so two guys chasing the same girl. Big whoop. 
um, the like the the <laughs> film critic for the LA Weekly. She's a woman. LA Times. This. Why do we? Why do we listen? Why are we I even think that there's like a, a lot of critics are Menola Darges. awful. Critics are awful. That's true. I mean, a lot of yeah, like that's probably why a lot of them are white men too, is because they're, they're like, just leeches. <laughs> they're just fucking like 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 le- like uh, leeches on the on society. They're useless critics. Oh boy. Oh boy. Hey. Next email. Oh. <laughs> and cute next email. <laughs> Olivia writes in. Uh, she says hello all. Uh, while I've been absent from writing uh, since before I left uh, for Europe last year, I'm all caught up with episodes. Well traveled. Yes, people and, who listen. To and us. she now lives in Salem because I was Oregon. visiting Ooh. the Boston area oh. so much. Anyway, now a permanent masshole, and not cool. having to pay Bay Area prices. When Cassandra celebrated her birthday, she said that everyone was advising her to travel. I second, third, and infinity that motion, taking my work with me and traveling around Europe. On my own for almost a second, the second half of last year was one of the best things I've ever done. But she's a graphic designer, and it's just easier for her to 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 be mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much to be said about uh, said for solo traveling. I really learned what I appreciate more on my own: rainy day cafe visits, historic sites, walking and hikes. Um, Arthur's seat was a fun one. I don't know where that is. And what I enjoy uh, more with people around me: museums, city-based sightseeing, etc. This brings me to my softball question. What hobbies or things do you enjoy more solo, other than the obvious thing that one might do listlessly? Marty. I don't know what she's talking about. That's crazy. Uh, Masturbating? Yeah, listless masturbation is uh, one of the hallmarks of the early shows. Got it. Uh, And on the flip side, what do you enjoy more when you have people to to share their experience with? And lastly, has anyone checked out the Stranger Things on Netflix? Yeah. Maybe it's uh, homage-ishness. Uh, to John Carpenter and Spielberg make it an easy sell for me. Uh, but it kind of ended up being what I wanted Super 8 to be. That's exactly how I felt. I'm still in the middle of it, but I'm like, this is what Super 8 should have been. Um, the kids in it are me- amazing, very go- Goonies-esque. It's not perfect. I really enjoyed it. Uh, cheers to the new Murps, new-ish Murps. You all sound like such wonderful s- souls, even when you're racist. Thank you. My goodness. Uh, Olivia, that's a great email, great softball, great to hear from you. Is that um, a different person calling me racist? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what do you guys think about solo activities? You're um, almost at a turkey. <laughs> um, there's the still quorum. a few more emails yeah. to go. There are a bunch more to go. We got to. Um, okay. These guys. Okay. 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 First of all, I'm going to Paris. What? Congrats. Yeah. When? When? Uh, over New Year's, the Midge booked us tickets to go. Nice. I like this guy more and more, oh, by man. the way. As much as you so dump on him, do you I think you might be you wrong s- about him. Do you stow him uh, in the overhead c- compartment or underneath the seat in front of you? I have, I'm going to put him in my dog carrier. Okay, good, yeah. good, good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He only needs to be 20 pounds. It's a, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. a 10-hour flight. I want him to These have room to walk voice. around. <laughs> um. So I want to see him on you, like on a in a baby Bjorn. You're gonna be so to, disappointed want, when you see that he's five eight. That he's not really <laughs> five, as seven. tiny as. He's, of course. Well, that's super romantic and awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. And you've never been? Nope. I've the only time I've ever left this country was to go get prescription medicine. I thought you were <laughs> gonna say abortion, but I'm glad that it was. No, thank God meds. I can still get that here. Yeah. Um. So there's that softball. What do I like to do? I like to go hiking with other people. 
But what about solo? I know. I'm trying to think of what I like to do alone. Um, oh, that was the qualifier? It had to be, what do we like to do No, what do, you, what do you like to do alone? What do you like to do? What oh. hobbies do you like to do with other people? Okay. Um, I like, um, I don't want to make them both like workout oriented, but I prefer to run alone mm. and I enjoy running. I run alone. But I, I will hike with other people or um, I like to, is binge watching Netflix a hobby? Yeah. Okay. Sure. I yeah. like to do that alone. I hear you're really good at it. You do not. I do. I prefer it alone. Oh, nice. Because when you do it with other people, like... It becomes a, absolutely, like, oppressive, like a fascist regime. You cannot you watch to, anymore that's until... That's what it is. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I'm, exactly. I'm watching Orange is the New Black you. from the beginning with the Midge because he hasn't seen it, and I'd only seen the first season. And it's like, I want to keep going. Yep. But then at the same time, you're also, like, nervously thinking in your head, like, do they want to watch another episode? Or should I like, know. we be, like, productive human beings? But when you're alone... And the whole thing fucking breaks down. Yeah, when you're alone, fucking, you can go Plow and go it. and go 4 a.m., you're still going. Yeah, man. That's what I've been doing with Jane the Virgin. Who makes a lot of jokes about the Bechdel test? Oh. Boom. Have you read Fun Home? Nope. What no. is that? That's the comic book that Alison Bechdel wrote. Um, oh, it, great. It, yeah. It, and it's a Broadway musical as well. Um, John, what about you? Well, I think I'm probably a lot like Cassandra. I I don't I don't like to work out with anybody, and I oh, don't I like just ended up. I don't like to work out. I, I don't. There's that too. That's all under the umbrella. I don't like to watch uh, 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 to binge with other people mm-hmm. for exactly that reason. I like to when I'm it. watching. Yeah, love it. But then as soon as it, it stops, then it becomes problematic. Yeah, like who's waiting for who? Uh, so who? So what do I like to do? That's why I'm waiting. I haven't seen Stranger Things yet because me and me okay, and the, I'm in that with my kids. Me and the Midge. Me and the Midge are like, we'll watch it together. But we're watching Orange Is the New Black. Like, I just want to fucking watch it by myself, so I don't have to hear so many people talk then about just it. Just do it. Well, you no, should just do it. Just do, do it. it. No, just fucking do it. I cannot tell you how many things have just gone off the side of the table and are off the table now because I had to wait. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm afraid is going to happen. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. Idea. And then you're going to be bummed, and you're going to resent him. Next thing you know, you're not in Paris. Like the He's taking someone else to Paris because you guys have had How a horrible... You. And he's <laughs> watching Stranger Things, the French you version. just change his... the name on a ticket. <laughs> Actually, you can. <laughs> this is post-9-11. Miss Cardina? Uh, how did he find it's her? Like, do you know how, like, how long it took me to find somebody who almost had your name? <laughs> just, to, just because I'm so pissed off that you watch Stranger Things it without took me. me. I had to put out ads on yeah, Craigslist all around the country. Linda Cardellini's going with him instead. God damn her! What do you like to do with people? What do you I like know, to do? With, uh, I, I, you know, uh, this is going to sound so fucking dorky, but I love, I like to play word-based uh, board games. I with, love with, board with games with other people. I love to play like uh, Balderdash or um, any of these games where you have to like. Well, there was one where you have to like write the definition. You write like there's gonna be everybody has their own definition and one of them's real and you have to decide which one it is. And so games like that, I I really I, or, or or taboo right where you have mm-hmm, to get the other mm-hmm, person mm-hmm. to say the so word. You're saying without. group games. You like to play with other people. <laughs> I know. Well, okay. I like. Board oh, I see. I like, so it's something that you could do. And like yeah. I like with, drinking you know, with uh, other people. I like drinking alone. I like solitaire by myself. I like solitaire with other people. Right. Maybe I just don't like people. You know, maybe that's the problem. I spent a lot of time just by myself, so I don't know necessarily if I like doing things by myself, but I'm just 
you know, habituated to, to doing things by myself. Like I like to Victoria try new restaurants with other people, and then when I get sad, if I have to go by myself, and so I don't go. Yeah. I think if you've been to a restaurant with other people, and then you go by yourself, it, that would be sad. That would almost feel like, you know. Unless they have a bar. <laughs> uh, I and like then you're drinking alone, which is one of the things you like to do alone. Yeah, but at least, like, I can, like, have, like. Hit on the bartender. Yeah, have yeah. a nice conversation with a man in suspenders, typically <laughs> at these fucking bars these days. <laughs> I like. Is he a hipster with like a beard? All and a... these bartenders are hipsters now, and they all mm-hmm. wear suspenders and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is a uniform here? And they're like, oh, there's no uniform. I'm like, what? Yeah. Ugh, yeah we're all completely individuals dressing exactly alike and acting exactly like douchebags. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so the douchebag uniform is suspenders, and what else? No, it's just, I mean, it's just. A lot of those places do have uniforms that right. try to make them look like old-timey bartenders. Right, but right, guys right. who actively dress like old-timey bartenders when there's no dress code. <laughs> right, right. A little bit too much for me. Um, Andy writes in. Also, if you wear as much jewelry as Johnny Depp. In, in Pirates you, of the Caribbean? You or might be general. a bartender. Yeah. Uh, in L.A.? That, could, that needs to be part of your act. You yeah. might be a, yeah, you a, might bartender. Be a bartender. A, yeah. Ju- yeah, a like huge Foxworthy. Jeff Foxworthy yeah, ripoff. Exactly. Yeah. She just do it. Um, Andy D. writes in. She ta- was talking about uh, Ghostbusters. I thought it was perfectly fine. I'm with John. I just tuned, uh, I just tuned out from the utter sh- poop storm as soon as I saw it on the horizon. But I finally went to see it and thought it was perfectly serviceable. Certainly not without its flaws. But most of all, I wish it had been a continuation. Sony uh, seems to be compulsive uh, rebootists. That sounds like, like rebootists. Did they acknowledge yeah, yeah, exactly. the fact well, that... Well, they are in the reincarnation, the Buddhists. Right? Oh, so. there you go. That's the ultimate reboot. Mm-hmm. Do they acknowledge the fact that Ghostbusters existed before? Like, do they... Are they well, that, no, like, that's what she's complaining about. Oh, so they don't? It's, it's, it's not like someone's daughter, like, growing up and fucking... It's like taking over the family yeah, business. How well, hard just, would it be just to make a little, email, slight little and connection? Just, um, just right. you know, finish her thought. And so we can oh, she's not it. done yet? No, no. It's uh, actually, what I want to know is what is she agreeing <laughs> with me on? What did I say that she's agreeing uh, with? Everything. Okay. Yeah. Oh. oh, I'm listening She now. is also a racist. No, yeah. She, <laughs> and she says, as a fellow racist, I agree with everything John says. <laughs> what if, it might be it, bad that we're starting to brand me as a racist. I don't, I, I don't think gonna... we don't include we in that. <laughs> Just look in the mirror. It's and say, bad that why you, did we you, do this? you people are branding. <laughs> you people. <laughs> yeah, <you're laughs> um, so talking about Sony, she says <laughs> it's like they're afraid their audience doesn't have the attention span for more than two concurrent movies. Does anyone remember the real Ghostbusters? Uh, it was easily one of the best shows of my childhood. Did you ever watch shows? That? Yeah, the, the real cartoon. Ghostbusters. No, it was live action. There was a television show that was live action for Ghostbusters. No, it wasn't associated with it. It was called the Real Ghostbusters. What? A live action show? Yeah. Is that yeah. what she's referring to, or is she just yeah. accidentally? No, the Real the Ghostbusters show? was a was a cartoon, was it not? I don't know. We'll, we'll never find out. Uh, unless somebody <laughs> were to look it up on one of the machines in front of us while I finish this email. Um, it was easily one of the best shows of my childhood, and rewatching it recently, it holds up phenomenally well. Definitely has a spooky anime influence. Oh, I guess it was animated. Yeah, and I have a theory that Holtzman from the new movie is the offspring of Janine and Egon, specifically from that show. Goodbye till next time, Andy. That's a... That's a uh, Thank you. Oh, Scattergories. Fuck yeah, Tyson. Exactly. That's a great exactly. game. Exactly. Yep. We should have a Scattergories Okay, so right? I, can't, I can't count that as something I like to do with other people. I have to come you up with something... You can't do it alone. 
I think be, it, maybe it, it has to be something that you could do alone. I win every time. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I won again. That's great. Bruce J in Korea. See, he or he or yeah, he wrote us a short stream. I'm not so he that. or she, Bruce. Bruce, yeah, well, I don't. <laughs> I'm. No, good for you. Don't we're gonna don't gender stereotype. I'm gonna send this out, um, Bruce. I'm sorry I didn't send it earlier, uh, and we'll we'll give you a, a little. Um, evaluation of it, and then last one. Oh no, Is we have two more. Spelling? Uh, sure. Um, I'll look for you right now. <laughs> I love you, like in the middle of reading. Uh, I'm listening. You can't read it. You can't read my screen and your screen at the same time. Yes, oh my yes, god! And right like, do I thought podcast, you people were good at that. Oh Jesus! That's the right spelling. Thank you, Gal Gadot. Good. I've just not tweeted to Joseph Douglas Watson. Chris Miller writes in uh, morning. Wait, what happened with the Korean guys? Oh, know? no. He has a big, long, short story, and I said that we would read oh, it. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, and, send it and, to everybody. Yeah. Uh, morning, Murps, uh, your favorite Nooner field reporter and listening and listener Chris Miller wishing you guys a groovy morning. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hi. Comic-Con was amazing. I met so many interesting people like Robert Kirkman, Walking Dead creator, Scott Ackerman, Xavier Woods Yay. of the WWE, Troy Baker, Greg Miller, and more. Had an amazing time with friends playing games, attending shows, nearly getting into it with a famous YouTube scammer, going to premiere for Batman and sneaking into the EW party. What's a YouTube scammer? You have to tell us who that was. Chris Miller, write in again and explain yourself. Explain yourself. Um, And then uh, I even shamelessly approached the production team from Telltale Games about getting a job as a writer there. That's what you should do. I'm currently writing a spec script of iZombie to submit for them. I'm Is-Zombie. nervous. Ex- Isambi, sorry, Is-Zombie. my bad. Mm-hmm. I'm nervous and excited. You know, I, you know that uh, singer Billy Bragg. Mm-hmm. He love, love, love Billy Bragg. Yeah, Workman's Playtime is one of my all-time favorite albums. I got. I heard this on, on NPR this weekend. He got his start because John Peel, uh, famous uh, DJ, um, who did the Peel sessions, did some you know great, great, found some great musicians. He said. Uh, while he was on air, he said, I'm hungry. And then Billy Bragg brought him over a, a curry. Oh, wow. A curry and his demo tape. And that's how he got his start. That's how he broke through. So, Chris, you have to be persistent. That's how these things happen. Um, and you have to listen to Worker's Playtime by Billy Bragg, one of the greatest albums of all time. There's your homework, people. Sadly, despite our best efforts, we never met Kevin Smith to advocate Bill for Buckaroo Banzai. We spent every shot we had to meet him but never got close enough. Sorry, Bill. I recorded a long video a log, but it becomes depressing halfway through. <laughs> I think it sounds great. It I sounds wanna... perfect. Yeah. It's, uh, welcome to the show. I think that's how you're going to get to that's see how... Kevin Smith, is you're going to post that video of you trying to see Kevin Smith. He was on an IMDb boat or some shit. Oh. Kevin Smith. I'm on a boat. Um, I'm on a motherfucking boat. Well, you'd think that doing a podcast on his network might you know, get a word into him, but no. I, I, I just it. think I think well, that's a waiting. Heal is tr- my problems. Oh my god! Hi, hi, queer. Hi, queer. What's up, queer? I did. We Nothing. did actually see you, and we respect you. Oh, did we think, Chris Miller, you did a favor to yourself for not meeting this man? <laughs> well, how no, so? I mean, no. like, you know, trust me, I've met him plenty he's, of he's times. Given all these people opportunities, he's given us. He's well, given he gave me, me a restraining order. <laughs> Well, you did have a brandish a knife in front of him. A shiv, I think it a was, shiv, right? I'm that sorry. you had fashioned yeah, made from a uh, prison bed spring. It was a joke. Yeah. What? He can't take jokes. Uh, it's um, kind of a. His I think movies it's, are it's, full of it's jokes. It's scary when someone 
is aggressive and violent towards you. I don't know if you. I I understand. I don't want. Listen, I don't want to. Ch- I'm going to check. Do try to do this. I'm going to check. I my am privilege. not a product of toxic masculinity. <laughs> I'm sorry. Of what? Of what? Toxic masculinity. Masco. Yeah, Masquinity? Masquinity. Like nope. Is it like a this is sort of a Commedia dell'arte kind of thing? A mask. Oh, what is Commedia yeah, dell'arte? Yeah. It's a it's artistic. It's Italian artistic comedy. So like mimes? <laughs> yeah, like mimes. Like yeah. mimes. Exactly that. I like I like mimes. Okay. <laughs> cool. You have so mime if, and if, I have mime. If Kevin Smith made a mime movie, would you like Kevin Smith more? Um, probably not, because overall, I think that I'm a giant troll and <laughs> would probably, probably attack him for trying to make a silent film. Right, right. Pandering to the... To the oh, you think you can make a silent film? So really, I'm... Masterfully more, done. I'm, wor- I'm worried that I'm more like queer than... I really. Right. I would say that right. you and I have a lot of things in common. You're, <laughs> you're both very twoish. Every time I'm Claire talks, I go, as well. I do. I, I've come. I'm always very. Uh, uh, What's proud your astrological sign? My astrological sign is a Webra. A Webra. I'm a Webra. Yeah. Are you October very interesting. October twelfth. Twelfth. Yeah. Day. Do you have any Normally other? Normally, you are agreeable people, but perhaps your rising sign is in something more aggressive. <laughs> Um, Do you have any more advice for Chris Miller to get a writing job? On how to get a writing job? Well, is it it Chris that made that video? Yeah. Yeah, I think he should absolutely edit that together and fucking post that video of him not being able to talk to Kevin Smith. I I strongly... Well, he wasn't trying to get... A job from Kevin Smith. No. He's trying to get Bill a job. Just keep writing, because if you keep writing, then you're going to get better. And once you get better and have more people read your stuff, that stuff happens. You just have to keep going and meet more people. And be uh, Chris Miller brazen. Was, wasn't Chris Miller going to move down to L.A., but he was being like hesitant about it? Mm-hmm. But he's still writing, and he's, he's trying to get a job doing uh, writing for this video game company. That would be awesome. Well, that would be good. Or... You know, move to LA and meet a bunch of friends. Do you, do you just want to meet Chris Miller? Do you want to be friends with Chris, Chris Miller? Does Queer want to do me? Queer yeah. want to be friends with Chris Miller? Yeah. He's a big yeah. Kevin Smith fan. I'm going to have to initiate him into my gang. That's a painful process. I, I could it, not. There's a blood oath, probably. Have you ever seen, uh, none of you watch Game of Thrones. I was inspired by Game of Thrones, and in order to be in my gang, I have to do some sort of seven-pointed star on your forehead. Uh. <laughs> I have to carve it in. Seven. Oh. That's a lot of points. How many people are in your gang? Just me right now. <laughs> so the, the, yeah, the, the standard is very high. It's very... Yeah, uh, I'm still taking recruits. You're screening. You're screening them. Some people Setting up say cells. that my gang is very, very fantastic. <laughs> Some people say. It's, like, it's been written. It's, it's many huge. Many people have written it's about how many people many have times. written. It's been written many times. Yeah. I know. They're all dear friends. Speaking of which, Carrie Lynn writes in, dearest, dearest Merps, due to the upcoming election and the wonder that is Facebook, it turns out I hate almost everyone I know. After the RNC, mm-hmm. I had to hide the majority of people on Facebook. I feel like I'm in a Twilight Zone episode seeing how many of my friends, family, and coworkers are not only voting for Trump, but absolutely love him. What the fuck is happening? Help. How do I deal with these people at work on a daily basis without losing my shit and getting fired? I'm probably asking the wrong people. I just need to vent. 
Hugs, kisses, and Kruger's balls. Carrie Lynn. Oh, that's that's so sad. I think I think Facebook now kind of like caters what you see a little bit. Um, because I know personal, like I knew that they cater to what you, what you see a little bit. And then I personally haven't had a lot of interactions with people who disagree with me on politics, but then also this might've just been a long time coming and I have been deleting people for a long time. Well, and I think that's good. I think that if somebody, if you go on Facebook and somebody says something that upsets you, look, you, you, there's enough going on in the world that you cannot filter out that upsets you. Why the fuck would you welcome stuff in? You know, it's the same as like talking politics at Thanksgiving. I mean, why the fuck it's would you pointless. do it? Why it's would you do it? It's pointless. pointless. It upsets everybody. Everybody goes away feeling shitty, and you and, and you and you miss out on what is actually important, which is, you know, the, the things you agree on. Well, just the, you, no, your connection is human beings. You know, like with your family oh, or guys, with another person. Over. Or we are over on time. Oh, are we? Yeah, um, we got cut off a long time ago. Is that no, bad? no, no, no. It's not bad. How many letters were left? How, uh, no, that's it. That was, that's, that was, well, we did it. That's why so, we went, went over. So, um, do you have anything to plug? No. Okay. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. I know my movie opening got pushed back to December. Mm. Oh, that's always a good sign. Is it? No. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, did you just say sorry? Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, like. Are Alex, you kidding? You're not Canadian. Alex Trebek wouldn't be. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I got you. Okay. Um. Cassandra? Uh, I'm on the Giselle po- Show podcast on August Whoa. 20th, I think. Cool. Well, jo- Giselle will be back next week, hopefully. But other than that, no. Oh. I think I'm no. on that show, too, but maybe not that one. Maybe I'm on the one the week before, maybe oh. the 13th or something. Oh, there you go. I'm going to be on Giselle's show in the near future, maybe even next week. All right. I need to yeah. get on that. My filming, My filming got pushed back. I'm so sorry. That's... So the release date got pushed back as well. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I know how that feels. I can relate. Yeah. Um, to, yeah. I have yeah. two yeah, things finally. to plug. We both Empathy. have buttholes and we both have <laughs> pushed back shoot dates See? that we have no control. We have more in common than we really thought before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have two things to plug. Um, if you can travel back in time uh, to... Uh, back in time. Saturday night. Or no, Sunday night. Um, I was at the Safian Stevens show at the um, the Hollywood Bowl in section uh, M3. Oh, so yeah. M3. Oh, I know M3. And if yeah, you yeah. can also travel back in time yesterday, yeah. I was at the Shrine Auditorium in the orchestra two section at the Radiohead show. So that so, was my big So, no, plugs. wait a minute. So, plugs now include things that we've watched. No, no. Things I said, that we're doing. I said that if you can travel back in time, you can go to these things and see me watch another show. I see. I don't see that you can go see the other show. You can watch me watch the show. That's way, that's over my head. This is yeah. very deep. So if you can travel in, back in time, uh, go see me do those things. And uh, in the meanwhile, next week, Bill might be back. Hmm. <laughs> might be back. How's he been doing? You're like, it's like you're in an abusive relationship. You're like in a. Oh, a, yeah, a right. When am I going to get yeah, the message? When are you going to get the message? Like, I, you know, Bill he, might be coming right. back next he week. He said he was just going to get cigarettes. <laughs> He'll be right back. Four days ago. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Thank you, and see you next Tuesday. Love, 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 love.
This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.